The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage, sit back and let's get this fucking show started. Pretty cool. I got the keys, so I just come in and you'll come the music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? He's about to be Tony. Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Ah! 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 Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh, no, you wanted to play a little bit instead. Aquaman's a hero! Let's see what's better than number one looks like. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Larry, are you doing the intro or not? Sure, Fantastic Forum Assemble. <laughs> we are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from All Game Studio Los Angeles. Hope you have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building on Skype. He is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cow. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. He is Oz. I don't know if I should feel good or bad that the show falls apart when I'm not in the studio. <laughs> it's not falling apart. Uh, next, he is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Next, he's the backbone, the pillar. The straight, the fantastic forum, our nigh and vulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. Could you not hear the, the theme? I could not hear the thing, no. Did anybody else hear the theme? No. No. That's odd. <laughs> Indeed. And Tiger Claw says you didn't hear it either. So no, he, he can hear us now, but I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he heard the intro. Right. What I did hear is job security. Is what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> As for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. Sometimes they call me Mayor Young. Uh, sometimes they call me Mister Young, but. It's usually like if I have to walk into a bank, which is weird. 
You know, who does that, right? Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We got a great show for you today. We're going to talk about a few different things. We're going to talk about the Joker movie. Uh, or Joker, the movie. Maybe that's a better way to say it, right? Uh, we're going to talk to you all about uh, the Batman Who Laughs uh, limited series. And we're going to, of course, have our Heavy Metal Minute and bring you the latest and greatest in comic book news, which uh, there's a fair amount of, because New York Comic Con was this past weekend. So... We'll talk to you about all of that and, of course, whatever else it is that you all want to talk about in just a moment. But before we do that, we want to make sure that we take the time to thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and, of course, you all, the All Games community, for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's is L.A.'s in the South Bay's number one comic book store. You can get all your comic book needs met there. All you got to do is give them a call at... 310-538-3198. There it is. That's what I'm talking about. Kicking it old school. Uh, They're open. If you want to talk to them, give them a call. They're there. They'll, They'll sell you books. They'll give you recommendations, all that jazz, all that jazz. Um, yeah, and if you want to get down Fantastic Forum, we got a few different ways to do it. You can go ahead and uh, hit us up on Skype, Fantastic Forum on Skype. We'll answer. You can talk to us there, or you can jump into the All Games chat room, chat.allgames.com or allgames.com slash chat. Or we'll take your comments directly out of chat and bring them into the show, such as Tiger Claw, who says, what's up, Fantastic Forum? Some doubted that this would happen. Some even dismissed it when it was announced. But Joker is the number one movie in America. It broke box office records. It's critically acclaimed. Due to these unexpected occurrences, comic book movies might have changed forever. Who would have thought comic book movies would have acting in them or good acting rather what 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 is tiger claw talking who, about who said who said it wasn't going to be successful i don't i don't I, I all i've been hearing is that this movie is great people are going to love it and like it was like it it's been critically acclaimed for a minute cuz it was doing the festival circuit right well what and, i want to uh, know is how many different websites that Tire Claw plagiarized to get that quote. <laughs> uh, before we do go on, uh, give me one second here. Don't say anything important yet. I'm going to change the setting. All right. I think that, that we're good. That should be better. Do I sound better to you guys at all? Sound the same to me, okay. but you sounded good before. Okay. Let me just try one more thing here. See how this sounds. Yeah, totally not falling apart. <laughs> Did you hear that or no? The sounds I'm playing? The, the no. sound volume? No. You didn't hear any of the... Of the okay, so soundboard. We heard no okay. sound effects. Okay. All right. Continue. Continue. All right. So, um... 
wait, wait, wait. I want I want to get back to Tyrant Claw because he said, uh, "Oh, who would have thought we would have had acting in in a comic book movie?" Dark Knight gave Heath Ledger uh, an Academy Award for supporting actor. Well, not only that, but look at uh, Robert Downey Jr. in all the Marvel movies. Dude, Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's not in as many as Robert Downey Jr. But still, Chris Evans. Yeah, he had he had a, a smaller amount to pull it off. I get it. I'm talking about he did it in more. He did it in the I most. Say, in the most, well, actually. Yeah. And I'm not taking anything away from Robert Downey Jr. Because like Robert are. Downey Jr. does a great job. But, you know, he's kind of like, he's being snarky and like, you know, like, he's kind of doing a version of himself. Yeah. You know but when saying? he becomes more sensitive and more serious, that's when it really shines. And it happens in every movie. Yeah, but Chris Evans does it ah, throughout the Next entire topic. movie. Next topic. Like, the thing that you're you're giving props to Robert Downey Jr. for, for doing for 15 minutes in every movie, is what Chris Evans is doing yeah. throughout the whole movie. Oh, okay, so he's, he's like, Chris Evans is good at being an Aryan poster boy. All right. Wait, what? That's what, that's what? What? Also, a lot of people were loving Josh Brolin. As what? Jonah Hex. Is that what you're trying to say, Joe? No. No. Oh, okay. Say what? I'm thinking of the wrong person's name. Oh, which which character? Hold on, let me Google it. Are you <laughs> thinking of Thanos. Thanos? Yeah, that's Josh Brolin. Oh, it's Thanos? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. I just didn't know who you were talking about. I was like, in what role, Jay? That's all. Thanos. Okay, got it. I mean, I knew he meant Thanos, but... I didn't think it was that odd. Yeah, no, but yeah, like I, you know, and this is the thing that has, um, like really, like this has bothered me about Joker, and like the people, some of the people that are making it, and and some of the people that are fans of it, where they're making this movie. But they're feeling the need for whatever reason to knock down other comic book movies in the process of talking about how good their movie is. I can see and that. And it's like, but why? Because like what, what? everybody made a piece of shit and Joker's a Joker. Say what? Like everybody made a piece of shit and they're making something that's more art film and then the, the studio decided to call it Joker. So it's lumped in with but, the other ones. But they worked hard to give you a good movie. And then they decided to call it Joker. But I guess what I'm trying to they, figure out they is... Resent, they resent that. They, they feel like it cheapens their product because that's not what they were trying to do. That's just the marketing ploy that was thrust upon them. Well, but then, then don't let it happen. They can't. <laughs> they got... Hey. No, it, no one forced Joaquin Phoenix to put makeup on. Uh, yeah. I mean, no. they forced him to be the Joker. No, no, they don't. Like he, he can choose not to be the Joker if no, he hates. No, they that filmed much. the movie and then they did the rest of the Joker scenes. Like he was under contract to finish the movie. Mm, I'm it wasn't not a joke. Look, all. it wasn't a Joker movie from the start. Well, that I can buy. Like you can but feel, you is... can feel in the theater when it switches to Joker from the comics. I, I, I would agree with you on that. Like I do feel like there's a certain point where. And I, I'm pretty sure, like, I was talking to Jay yesterday, and I'm pretty sure I said that, where it almost switched 
into a different movie at a certain point. And and one of those movies I kind of was digging and the other one I was like, well, I don't know. I don't know. But 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 what I'm saying is like there's a whole group of people that made this film and I feel like none of them are are were enslaved to make a, a movie about the Joker. Like they totally could have been like, well, no, we, what we want to make is this and we don't want the Joker on. Yeah. Well, they also want a paycheck. Well, but like what I'm not what I'm what you're not going to get me to believe is like these people were hurting for money. <laughs> Look, there's uh, there's some very very rich people right now kissing China's ass for for money. All of them, even South Park. South South well, Park. Well, the South the South taking Park taking it to China. South Park, yeah, the South Park apology was just funny. But you know, you got a, a large company full of millionaires all still kissing that. None, none of those people need need money. You know, Look, they got they got million dollar contract. Yes. They are kissing China's ass right now with apologizing and talking about what a great country it is to to keep that deal they got with them. And they're all millionaires. They don't need it. They don't need an extra, you know, couple hundred grand. I saw the commissioner of the NBA go on TV today and say that the freedom of speech was more important than doing business in China. That doesn't sound like an apology or an ass kiss to me. It sounds like an ass kiss to America. Right. But so he'll, be, he'll, he'll be fired oh, in the next time. Actually, they put out, they put well, they put out, they put out two statements. They put one, they, the first one was kissing China's ass. They got backlash, so they put one out for America. Right. There's just, actually just, two statements from the NBA. Just like there's two titles for Captain America. What do you, What do you mean? There's two titles. It was called Captain America: The First Avenger here. In China, it was just called The First Avenger. Oh. Okay. I can't believe you don't remember these things. No, I don't remember. But either way, what I'm trying to figure out is if if they're like I don't mind them not wanting to do it because I can understand why a person that would make a movie like this kind of feel like. But you act like there's no contracts that say like, hey, you're gonna get sued if you don't make it. You know what I mean? And, and, and well, don't for, don't forget, there's a there's an interview with Joaquin Phoenix. We specifically says he hated saying the name Thomas Wayne. Yeah, but what's that have to do? Well, he hated it because it represented him being in a comic book movie, which is not something. In that same interview, he says that he, that's not what he signed on for. Okay, but then I guess here's the thing: you have to sign a contract to say you're going to make Joker. You no, don't not make... if it wasn't Joker initially. Okay, but then then you understand that. If the movie is called something different and that's the movie you signed on for and later they decided to make it Joker, you don't have to keep that contract. You're not in breach. They made a different they're making a different movie. Yeah. But, you know, he even with all the money he has, all that, you know, walk the line millions that signs millions that uh, what is it? <laughs> the to, signs millions. to die for millions. Word. Um. That was a good movie too. That's one of the first movies I ever saw him in. Um, but Warner's has a lot more lawyers, and they have deeper pockets. Yeah, but it's not a fight. He he literally also, has to take take it in the ass and just finish the movie. Also, Hollywood contracts are not always that specific. Right. He could have signed on to do a Warner Brothers picture directed by Todd Phillips, 
and then it just cha- like you said, it changes look, halfway through. I it, mean, look at all the look, all here, the Marvel guys have like eight movie deals. They don't know what the fuck those movies are. Right. And, yeah, but and they still get to use. That's a totally different situation, right? Well, hold on, I'm gonna talk about this situation. There's also a thing where maybe he had a two picture deal. And the reshoots count as a second picture, and then he had to do it to get out of it so that he can be free of it because he didn't want to deal business like that no more. You know what I mean? I mean, that that is a possibility. It seems kind of far-fetched, but, you know. A lot of way. the things that have been coming out of Hollywood seems far-fetched, and they happen to be a little Shh. true. A, a lot of things just period are far-fetched and are true these days but either way i guess my biggest deal is this nobody is saying you have to like comic book movies but if you're gonna do one then why mess around and talk crap about comic book movies if you're choosing to do one it's not even like you got to pretend to like it you don't have to actively say you dislike it no i'm down or or actively trash other movies because it's like dude let's put it like this or I'll put it. Look, I, I'll speak trashing for myself. the competition wins these days. Say what? Trashing the competitions gets you all the wins. Well, I guess what I'm saying is this: if you do something good, you don't have to trash the competition. Oh, well, you do if you have to sell it before, because people are like, "Oh, it's not even in the universe. Maybe I won't check this out." Oh, it's an art film. Maybe I won't check this out. But you trash well, it. I it's mean, like, oh, look, he's talking shit about Iron Man. Yourself. Huh? <laughs> look, look, you. There were four of us. You were the only one that felt that way. So I'm like, one out of four. four, That's millions of dollars in box office money. I agree. But if you make something good, those people come around. Nah. Well, (laughs) nah. (laughs) Okay. So if you make something bad, they come around. I don't don't come around. They don't come around. They wait till it's free on the internet. You saw it. Yeah, but you look, man, we even got to this review yet, man. You don't know why I saw it. You think I started to talk about it on this shit show? <laughs> like, I, I'm saying, man. I'm just, I saw it. Like, and I saw it because somebody told me something, and it hit me right where it's like, okay, if somebody ever wants me to get to watch something, you got to tell me this is this is in this movie. This is what this movie has. This is what the well, movie tell, is. What, tell us. What is that? Mark Maron was Mark in Maron, it. Mark Maron, right? Mark Maron? Yeah, he's in it. Okay. No, nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I I didn't know he was in it's, it, and when I saw that he was in it, I'm like, oh wow, he's in it. I was happy, and then when I saw him in it, I'm like, they underutilize him, but you know, <laughs> that's the life of Mark yeah. Maron. That's why I love him. <laughs> yeah, he's bitter and angry about that. Although now he's not that bitter and angry, but what a client told me, he goes, you know what it felt like to me? He goes, he says it felt like if they did a Vertigo book, that was Joker's book. Uh, I don't think that's what this is. That's what it felt like. Well, actually, that's, that's what you think. It that, you think yeah, that's it, what this is. It kind of, it kind of, not as much as he felt it. But when he said that, it's like you know what? If he says that, I might have to go see this to make sure for myself. I hear you. But in a way, you know, I mean, are we into? I'm gonna tell you that about the. I'm, I'm gonna tell you that about Black Widow, so you go see it. Nah. It's, I, I know it's not uh, that. Like it's fucking Black Disney. Black Widow was a Vertigo book. It's Disney, like <laughs> Disney, Disney. Ignores anything that's Max. I mean, they're making all age movies. Right. Yeah. That's not Max. No, I agree. So it ignores I like, Max. I like. Like, I Larry, like, we're doing this again this week. What's wrong with you? 
<laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, like, yeah, like, uh, I'm not mad at Disney for making comic book movies like comic books. I'm not either. I'm just saying they're ignoring Max. Like, wh- wh- why you got to be so combative with me? <laughs> so, let's talk about you. Look, oh, oh, ignoring the question. Let's talk about Joker. Look, we all saw it. I obviously, like, yeah, uh, we all have an opinion. Look, wh- why don't we go to our, our resident DC guy to start? Tiger Oscorp. Claw? <laughs> Say what? Tiger Claw? Yes, Tiger Claw's our resident DC guy. Tiger, uh, Tiger Claw. Oz, what, what did you think of Joker? I'm of two opinions on it. Because it's a good movie. I can't deny that. It, it's a good movie. I like the movie. As far as the calling it Joker, if it feels forced. Like all the all the Thomas Wayne stuff, you could change Thomas Wayne's name to anything you want, and it still works. Uh, so everything everything with the Waynes just feels forced. Like they that's that's what that's what I think of when you guys mentioned, hey, there's a point where it switches. Yeah, the, yeah some of those scenes you could even probably cut out, and it still doesn't doesn't do very much. Uh, I'm a little insulted that they haven't thrown a, a Elseworlds or like a Black Label logo on it. Or because, Vertigo. Well, because I, I've seen stories like this from DC before, but they've all been Elseworlds. You know, and they, they, they'll put out a one shot that's a, it's a cool little story. It's a different take. And, you know, you read it, you're done with it. But I've had to put up with, what, like a year of people speculating how this is going to fit into the DCEU and all this crap about, well, that's going to be the Joker and Battinson. But then there's a discussion because Bruce Wayne's really young. And so that would make Joker really old. And so then I heard somebody say, well, they're going to find a Lazarus pit. And that's how he's going to stay young for for the Battinson movies. And all these people, I just want to cyberbully because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about, but they act like they do. And then other people think that they do. And now I just got all these Joker experts all around me that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And I just want to punch the world. Go. They get what they deserve. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair, Oz. Yeah. Jay. It's a good movie, th- though. Go watch it. <laughs> Jay, what do you think of Joker? Um, I don't know. It was poorly paced and poorly directed. The story was kind of pedestrian. The acting was okay, though. I don't like how they kind of, like, insult our intelligence. Like, there's one scene that actually could have been a really great scene if it were directed differently, but then they go and, like, walk you through the mechanics of the scene and it's like yeah I, I got that like why are you I'm not an infant like I know what you're going for what scene is that and it's like like are we doing spoilers I mean you could tell me the scene I'm, I'm sure nobody will, out of context nobody will, will know what it is yeah you could like just say like uh, the 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 office when he's talking to the psychologist or something like that it doesn't spoil too much or the part where Tony where Bruce Wayne is his brother no, it's 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 the flashbacks, Part, isn't it? Yeah, where he goes into the wrong apartment and then they do the yeah. flashbacks. Yeah, it's like yeah. you didn't I need feel the you on flashbacks. That. I got it. Like I understood from the moment 
the woman in the wrong apartment says her line, I knew like all that, like the flashbacks, I knew exactly what they were talking about. But then they show me the flashbacks like I'm an idiot and I couldn't put two and two together. And I didn't appreciate that. But I liked all the killing. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, not, not oh, as ahead. much killing as thoughts? I thought there would be. Not, not as not as much killing as I thought there would be, really. Well, we're used to a lot more from the Joker, but this is his origin. It's his rise. It's his, uh, his ascent or descent into madness. Right. Not that I like this movie. And I won't lie, there are some decent scenes in the movie, some that aren't, like, fucked up by the poor pacing and directing. Like, uh, when he's on the talk show, that actually, that whole sequence is actually really well done. Yeah, I loved it. I clapped at, well, I actually fought the urge with every ounce of my being to clap. So I hallucinated that I clapped. So, Moses, what'd you think of it? Uh, it was a piece of pernicious garbage. Was that really how you... Pernicious. Pernicious. That's like... I forgot what that means. It means harmful, Joe. Come on, how'd you graduate high school? What? Harmful? I don't know. I just found out two weeks ago that that's what it was. Mm. I think. Listen to the archive. The episode is entitled Pernicious Garbage. <laughs> um, uh, actually, Joe, uh, well, Joe, too, and Oz, and Larry, and you, the audience, and you, Tiger Claw, and Moses the Left Nut in chat. Uh, this movie was beautifully shot to me. It was beautifully scored, beautifully framed. And I thought it was going to be derivative garbage. Like, I really thought it was going to be derivative garbage. I actually looked up derivative so I could use it properly. <laughs> um, but it turned out to not be derivative garbage. It was actually a pretty good movie. I, you know, except for the fact that it is derivative. All of it is derivative. Uh, from, you know, I, I read Catcher in, in the Rye. I read. I watched the porno Catcher in Your Eye. Um, I watched Taxi Driver. I watched Bringing Out the Dead. Like this movie is all of those, with a dash of Kubrick, scored by Bernard Herrmann. And I was waiting for the Bernard Herrmann score in it, and it's like not coming out. And I'm like, man, what the fuck? So I'm like, okay, once his guard goes down and the mon monster fully comes out from inside boom the bernard herman trumpets and french horns and bassoons come out and i'm like right on cue bernard herman and that's when i started dancing just like the joker going down the stairs because i was 100 percent right on all my predictions of this movie um aside from that i mean if you've never seen any of those things and and you've seen things that have been influenced by that you know, done a little better, I, I, you know, I commend you. But if you haven't, you're going to love this movie. You're going to think it's the most original piece of cinema you've ever seen. Um, aside from that, that's all without it having to do with the Joker. But, yeah, having to do with the Joker, you know, it's 
if they're gonna change the shit, I, I felt this way was was good. I liked it. I'm okay with it. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, his acting, I thought was phenomenal. Um, I loved it. The only thing I didn't like was his laugh, like that whole laugh condition thing. Was a little hokey you to me. You didn't like the the condition, or you didn't like the actual way he laughed. Uh. The, the way he laughed was a little weird, but it's because it's a condition, not because he's, like, really crazy. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, there's a there's a, a thick line between condition and illness in terms of, of brain function. You know what I mean? So if right. you say your laugh is a condition, then he's not really crazy. You know what I mean? And then he yeah. laughs, here he's kind of crazy from his traumatic childhood and his his, his head injury, which from a... a uh, psychopath profiling specific uh, what is it from that take they kind of did that wrong here but I'm not even going to nitpick about that so but overall I'm like man this is an adequate movie I liked it I liked the some of the like how Joe says like, he wasn't he didn't like how it was shot but I loved like you know they show you at the beginning he's going depressed on the bus and then that scene through the window and then at the end you see him in a police car <laughs> with a big smile on his fucking face and you could like from those bookends visually to me are masterful it's like oh my god i'm watching brian de palma oh wait that's being derivative again <laughs> you know <laughs> so yeah it, it definitely you know it, it's it's not film class 101 but it's film appreciation too in college <laughs> so <laughs> It was like co- copy the greats. Yeah, and you know, I, I mean, at least the Marvel movies had the the sense of like hiding it. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> they copy, and they didn't copy. They they didn't copy the greats. That's why. <laughs> that's why nobody really calls them out on it. You know, but you know, they copied like was it in Infinity War? They copied Gladiator, <laughs> and then in in uh, Doctor Strange, they copied Contact. Wow, I don't know. Like, I gotta look that up. I don't right, like. Right, I like right when he goes into like the when she hits his third eye, mm-hmm. and he like goes out, he's like going mm-hmm. in one direction and gets pulled into another, and it's like mm-hmm. s- that shot. Like, if the contact scene was done in full green screen, mm-hmm. I think they just copied and pasted it like over that <laughs> initial bit of film. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Did you say you like contact? No. Yeah. I didn't say that. I did. So. Yeah. What's wrong with contact? Okay. You don't like contact? I've been terrible. What? No, oh. contact is terrible. I mean, Dude, it, the contact, acting, like, contact is just a, a movie for people that like to read. Right. Because we all know how awesome that is. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's all it is it's like it's it's definitely not made for people that are looking for like you know like oh i'm gonna go see this alien movie yeah it's not it's not that crap. i enjoy it's contact so- myself but it, i don't think it's like it's it's nobody's uh like if i'm gonna tell you oh man you gotta see um man what's the lady's name and the lead in it jody foster oh yeah jody foster all right man you like jody foster man you gotta see contact like, that's not, she wasn't acting that well in it. It's like, well, you I like mean, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, 
You got to see Contact. You like Jake Busey? Oh, you got to see Contact. Like, yeah, Matt, Matthew McConaughey acts his ass off in that movie. But you're right. It's not Jodie Foster's best performance. I mean, she had to pretend she liked the dude and she couldn't pull it off. <laughs> Wait, is she a lesbian? Oh, yeah. Either that oh, or she had a kid with Satan. Wait, wait, what? Because she Never had a mind. kid and nobody knew where it came from. No husband, no nothing. <laughs> and, uh, so it's Satan? I, I mean, I've seen Rosemary's Baby. Which, you oh, know. Geez. <laughs> which um, Joker copies beautifully, by the way. <laughs> so here's my take. Like, I would have liked this movie better if it if it wasn't about Joker or the Joker. Like, like I feel like if it was literally like the same concept, same shots, and everything, but it wasn't about that. It wasn't supposed to be about that character. Even if the guy dressed in clown makeup or something. And, you know, people would have been making parallels to him being, like, the Joker or whatever because he has this laugh or whatever. Like, I I would have enjoyed that movie better and even, you know, probably defended it some to be like, oh, well, yeah, sure, it's a guy in a clown mask laughing, but that doesn't necessarily mean they were trying to make a Joker movie, you know what I mean, like, underhanded. Like, I, you know, because it would have been different enough that I'd be like, no, it's like, here's why it's not Joker. And that would have been, like, a, a more enjoyable movie for me. But I will say, like, you know, like I mentioned before, like, I feel like this movie was like two separate movies. And there was one, a a good portion of it that was just, you know, about this, like you mentioned before, Moses, this guy's descent into madness. And then there was another part where you had Joaquin Phoenix, like, playing a version of the Joker. And... I liked his his take on the Joker. It was it was definitely different and unique. But I almost feel about that, you know, that small part of the performance the same way I felt about about Brandon Routh in Superman Returns. Like I, I want to see like that character and that performance, but in a different movie. And so, I don't know, man. Like I'm I'm definitely like. I'm I'm conflicted about the whole thing. Like I don't I can't I don't know if I could say it's a bad movie, but I don't know if I I don't know that I necessarily enjoyed it as a whole. In fact, I I'm pretty confident I could say I didn't enjoy it as a whole. I enjoyed it in pieces. And so I don't know. Like I almost feel like this uh, book was an adaptation of one bad week. Yeah, I mean it definitely right. Like it, it, I mean it's it's that kind of movie. Like it, it it feels like the next iteration of falling down, you know. And so it's like oddly enough, I didn't see that influence in it. No, 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 not at all. I mean. That's- Look, even the Joker, like, you know, this is a movie about society pushing this man to the brink. And he got beaten up by kids and fucking yuppies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's fucking retarded. Yeah. No, I I agree with you on that. Like, 
it, like things weren't nearly as bad for him as they make it out to seem. But I guess that's where the mental, the yeah. mental illness comes in, right? Yeah. Like, you know, where he and and the other part of it too is just like, like the whole like Joker as a movement kind of aspect, like that doesn't ring true to me either. Where I'm just like, he didn't it, really do enough for it to be right. that big of a movement, like right. Even it makes more sense. It makes more sense in Batman it, Beyond. Huh? It makes more sense in well, Batman Beyond. That's that's exactly what I was gonna say. Uh, I'm glad <laughs> I took is, that from you. <laughs> like, right, because when you have a character like that and you know, like after the fact, you're right. It it makes more sense in, in that kind of context where it's like the Joker had been a figure all this time and there's a certain segment of the society that's like we you know, we're gonna emulate that. But you know, <laughs> one bad week. That's pretty cool. But that's a novel. That's a, a novel about a guy that becomes a killer clown. Oh wait a minute! But that's not the real cover, right? They changed. That's, no, that's it, right? the cover. No, that's the cover. I got that picture from Amazon Kindle. What? That's what I'm saying. This movie wasn't a Joker movie. Oh well, dude, that's yeah, that's the same clown. This book came out probably a week after the movie was announced, but it's written the- by a dude named James A. Moore, which is a comic veteran. <laughs> so really, yeah, and he's worked on DC's Joker and stuff too. So you know, he probably was writing something similar and pitched it, and uh, and then we have this Joker movie. And and this joint is about a guy that has a bad week and starts killing people? I believe so. Oh. I, I haven't read it myself, but <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But it, it 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 is like let's see, let me get this uh this synopsis or this back. But cover. the makeup is is Identical. very similar. Yeah, the hair too. It says, yeah, uh, that's jo- true. Jonathan Crowley is having a bad time. He's too busy for anyone's good. Dealing with calls from beyond the grave, demons that refuse to stay dead, the very creature that murdered his wife and children and uh, had a spirit of unfinished business with the hunter. The past comes to haunt the man who gives monsters their nightmares. Well, I guess it's a little different. But that <laughs> look, that look, man, it just no, seems yeah, like... It, it's very much, it's very much like looks like the Joker. That's crazy. Like even like the like I don't I don't like that they call him Joker as opposed to the Joker. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure that that's literally just like a thing that um, you know, like that they do for for you know rights type stuff. You know, like where it's like okay, well if they're talking about it's not the Joker. So you you don't have to you know like it, they're trying to differentiate all the stuff that's just Joker from other the Joker stuff, and it's just it's it's I I just don't I don't like that in general, but I don't like it specifically because I like the article in front of it like <laughs> the Joker. I don't know. It's just that's the way it's, it's been like, for so long. Even the way like, he okay. said it, like just call me Joker. Like right, come on, man, that screams of reshoot. <laughs> um, 
I love how Tiger Claw in chat doesn't know that my left nut isn't me. <laughs> and, uh, so he's like, oh, Moses' left nut doesn't give a fuck about this movie, all this shit. And then, but my left nut actually loves this movie. Hashtags, another great Joker is born. Like, which I agree with my left nut, but except the fact that it doesn't want to, like, fully come down. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I actually like this Joker. And, I, and, you know, especially like when you see the Jared Leto one, like even Jared Leto yeah. like felt like a, like he got slapped in the face, which he should. Like I, this Joker could bend over that Joker and take well, his, his, his love. It's messed up because, you know, as this movie's been getting promoted, I've been hearing people go down the list of people that have portrayed the Joker in film and they leave Jared Leto out every yeah. time. And I'm like, Dude, that must hurt. Like, this feels more Joker than he does. Oh, I'm not disputing that at all. And I definitely, I agree. Like, I like his interpretation of, of the Joker. And I would love to see that version of the Joker in something else somewhere down the line. Because, you know, like I mentioned, even before we saw the movie, like, I just don't understand what what story you tell, what you're telling about the Joker or what... You know, how does the Joker fit? Like, what's the dynamic of Joker outside of, like, a superhero kind of realm, you know? Like, even if you're talking about, or or comic book realm, maybe is a better way to say it. Because, like, you can make a Joker story with all villains in it. Or, you know, or, you know, with with other heroes and, you know, him opposing that kind of stuff. But, you know, it was kind of weird that this guy was just out there you know and cats like again that's like the whole movement aspect of it it was just like it was it was weird and it's just like why why would people like even if they agree with what he did why would they rally around him because it it seems very extreme <laughs> you know even if you're just like oh yeah and no, i get it like he could at least said a few more jokes and get a little bit more rally from that but... <laughs> Maybe I I don't know I don't yeah I don't I don't know. Emily said that it felt made Another... feel like uh, more like a Pogo the Clown or what you call it uh, Wayne Gacy type story, and that the Batman stuff felt kind of forced too. And you know, that's somebody else's opinion, not mine. That should say <laughs> something. I don't tell her like, hey, say this. You know what I mean? No, none of us think that. <laughs> I don't think I don't think anyone can get Emily to say anything she don't want to say. <laughs> Although it sounds exactly like what I said six months ago. Yeah, but she don't listen to you. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah. I look. I, I will say this. Um, I wouldn't. I don't know if I would tell anybody not to go see the movie because. It's probably, I think it's probably worth experiencing, you know, whether you're a comic book fan or not. I think if you're not a comic book fan, it, it actually does you a service. Like what gonna, service is that? Like, it's going to be a great movie for you, especially if you haven't, yeah. like, read comics or seen Taxi Driver or, you know, or or Falling Down. 
you're going to think it's brilliant. Like, it's going to speak to you on some level. And it, it actually did speak to me on some level. Like, uh, you know that scene where he's practicing how he's going to go on the show? Like, that's how mm-hmm. I pre-produced the show. Okay. No, there was another uh, thing where Thomas Wayne is making the speech about uh, someone that's being cowardly because they hide behind a mask. Yeah. And it just seems super odd because, you know, it's Gotham. I'm sure they have, like, bank robbers and people that hold up liquor stores. And it's like none of those people think to wear a mask when they do that. Like, it's odd to bring that up, I think. Because, obviously, if you are a criminal, you that would probably be, like, one of the first things you would do. But I think you would call all those people cowards. Yeah, but he, the way he says it, it's like, it's never occurred to him before mm, that a gotcha. criminal might put on a mask. Gotcha. I hear what you're saying. Screams of reshoot. <laughs> it's a little, a little too much. Joaquin Phoenix in his underwear. Like I don't need to see him jerking off either. Well, we didn't. I'm pretty that. sure that was a Jim Lee thing, where they wanted him naked, but Jim Lee was like, "No, we can't have any penises in our black label, so you gotta put underwear on." Also, did did bother any of you guys that uh? Uh, eight-year-old kid just lets an old man stick his hands in his mouth. Yeah, it did bother me, and it bothered <laughs> me that he uh, it bothered me that he strangled the the unicorn. The unicorn? Yeah, that was Alfred Pennyworth's uh, code name in the OSS. He oh. was a little too stocky, though. Like he was kind of barely. I really thought it was Ricky for Gervais Alfred. for a second. Yeah, it did seem like it was Ricky Gervais, which I which I thought was weird because I was like, like that that like he like we've had this long line of people that play Alfred that are these like amazing actors, and you're just like, wow, I can't believe that they got that guy just to play Alfred, and then there's this guy, and I'm like, who's that? <laughs> who, who the hell is that? They should have got the Bruce. They should have got the Bruce Wayne from Titans. He would have been great in that scene. <laughs> And you mentioned that, but there's, like, a lot of moments like that in this movie. Like, these weird, awkward, that would never happen in real life type moments in this movie. Like, it's full of them. Like, what I didn't like was, how does he know Tai Chi and then gets beat up by a bunch of kids? He he doesn't know Tai Chi. Well, he ambushed them. Tai Chi can help with that. At least one of them will be had his like trachea broken. I mean, he was on the ground. Now he didn't start like, off at the ground, like. Yeah, that's where the ambush came in. Like that first hit put him on the ground. He could have taken one of them. He could have bit an ankle or something. You don't get beat <laughs> up by kids that easy. I, you know, I got ambushed once on a skateboard. It, it's you know. I'm not gonna say what happened because you know, statute of limitations and whatnot. But yeah, I didn't turn into no psycho killer. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I would say, 
you can you can check it out. And I don't think, yeah, I, it, it's interesting. I I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like I feel like I love how he got hit by like a paper sign and he fell. <laughs> well, I don't think it was paper. But it's a, one of those signs that you twirl around at the sidewalk. That shit ain't hard. It's not that hard. You're They're right. made of foam. Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Uh, it didn't sound like it. <laughs> yeah, PVC pipes do hurt. Don't forget, Mo. And tai Chi could have helped him with the with the uh, what you call it, the yuppies. So, anybody got anything else they want to add about Joker? Anything else that they want to say before we we give it our official individual ratings? There was oh, yeah, I love how right after he killed the yuppies, he was pushing the door shut in the bathroom right before the tai chi. Okay. Because uh, he's, you know, from filmmaking one to one, you—that's that's what we call a metaphor. Like he's holding the beast in, the monster in. But then when he comes out, he kicks that one door open. You know what I mean? Once he's already transformed, like that dichotomy, as we say in film class, makes for a good movie. I don't, man. I'd have to see it again. I don't remember. The the other one, the other parallel you made, I definitely noticed, but that one, I didn't pick up on. Yeah. I liked when he walked into the hospital door. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Fair. man, when he blew that guy's brains out, so gratifying. Yeah, I don't, yeah. You know, it's interesting because I, I guess at the end of the day, for me, I just feel like the movie's not as good or as bad as anybody's really made it out to be. Like, it doesn't have... It's not even as pernicious as people make it out to be. No, exactly. That was, that was yeah, it's like, I, it, it's not the type of movie where it's like, oh my God, like people are going to be so affected or so... You know, they're going to uh, be lining up to try to emulate the things they see in this movie because it has so much charisma. It's like, it's not that movie. And it's not like, you know, it's not a movie where it's like, oh, there's so much higher brow than everything else out right now or, or things in a genre. It has so much to say. It's like, it's not, it's not saying a lot. So at the end of the day, it's kind of like, oh, well. It just is what it is. Like I even felt like maybe they should have spent less time on him being the Joker and more on him being abused and stuff. You know? Oh, I I definitely don't feel that way. Like <laughs> like not not to say that I you know like I I mean because the movie's Joker, I think there probably should have been a little bit more Joker. In no, it, I'm thinking about but... the original movie. Oh, got you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking at it. Like honestly, if I'm gonna like this movie, I can't re- keep calling it Joker all the time. You know what I mean? I could do it like three times in a, 
a couple sentences or whatever, but I can't look at it like I'm talking about a Joker movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I grew up with the uh, with the animated series. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, too, I'll mention, like, I know, um, you know, we were talking about the laugh earlier, and it was like, it was like one point in the movie where he did the laugh, and I was like, that's the Joker laugh. Yeah. And then and then he didn't do it anymore for the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, it's messed up, man. Yeah. And I, it happens, I, like, kind of, yeah. like, may, not quite the middle, maybe just, just yeah. to the beginning, to, leaning towards the beginning, you know, yeah. leaning towards the first half, you know, but, like, in, to, in the middle, but lean towards the first half and I'm just and like that's and right after that scene or around that scene is when you have the Bernard Herman like horn section and that was awesome <laughs> but then you didn't hear that laugh anymore yeah yeah I just you know alright Oz Oz you're there right he left Yes. <laughs> Oz, uh, how how many uh, how how many loaded loaded handguns would you give uh, Joker out of five? Uh, four if you care about the character. Four and a half if uh, you just want to see a good movie. Gotcha. Jay, what would you give Joker? Um, I don't know. Maybe a two. I kind of want to see it again just to be sure of how terrible it is. Yeah, I see. Have you no, seen? Two. Have you seen like Taxi Driver or any of those? No. Oh. Like I didn't see Taxi Driver. I don't remember the other movies you said. Like bringing out the dead. No. I think I think that would lower Jay's opinion of the movie. Well, yeah, because <laughs> like, it's it's a, a facsimile. Yeah, it's like it is. It, it's better done than yeah. all those movies you're talking about. Uh, uh, Moses, what would you give Joker out of five? I would actually give it a four. Okay. I didn't get to really go into the full review that I wanted to do, but it's okay. <laughs> what stopped you? Well, it's a full analysis thing. Like oh. on me, like how it speaks to me and how I see things. Having had some similar circumstances as him and having some similar habits that I didn't know were part of that. That was weird. Like what? Well, one thing he didn't do that I was relieved was talk to the TV. So I was happy about that. But I was waiting for him to talk to the TV the same way I do. And that was was really going to disturb me. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would give it a three out of five. So... Yeah, so that would be what? Uh, four, eight. Oh, no, 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 no. That would be eight, ten, 
Thir- 13 out of 20. It would be a three point three and three quarter average score from Fantastic Four. There it is. There it is. So, yep, that's that's how we felt about it. Um, I'm looking at the chat. Hex says. King of Comedy is the one Joker was compared to heavily. Mo is the third Joker. You're the third Joker, Mo. I'm the first. You're the first Joker. I like that the first creep. Joker. I like the Creeper better. Where? So, um, yeah, okay. Well, Joker. <laughs> Look, uh, yeah, I, you know it's it's interesting because I, I definitely, I I definitely wanted to like it more than I ended up liking it. I wanted to like it less. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's so funny? It's it, it's funny because it's true, <laughs> and I feel like that like both both of those statements they kind of evened out. Uh, yeah, but they they also I feel like they they speak uh, to who we are. <laughs> I guess that's why Austin. And I like it just right. Oh Lord, see that, and that statement speaks to who Oz is. Yeah. All right. Um, let's talk about let's talk about the Batman who laughs. Another Joker. You know? Oz, are you ready? Uh, start it off when you see me pop into chat. Call me back. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. In the meantime, he's, he's not ready. Okay. Yeah, I hear but you. But you got, Larry, you you don't have Shudder. Joe, you have Shudder, right? Yes. Have you seen Creep Show yet? No. Oh. I didn't know that was out. Yeah, it came out two week two Sundays ago. Oh man. I would have watched it. Yeah. I mean you still can. It's it's it, it, you know, it's on demand on Shudder. Larry, you, you saw right. the movie creep show, right? Like you hate it because you're scared. I don't I don't hate it because I'm scared. I don't I don't watch it because I don't like to be scared. So they made two That's movies like, back in the eighties. No, I, I remember Creep Show. I actually seen some of the first one. Now what about have... the second one? No. Huh. No, but they have um, a TV show now. Like they weren't really they weren't really scary. They were just creepy. Yeah. And the creepy. Like more gross than anything. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't like any of that. <laughs> but he watched House. I mean, I didn't like watching those parts of House. <laughs> no, it's true. It's like one Wait, of those things. House like, was too much for you? Yeah. Dude, House House was intense for me and I got used to it. But <laughs> but then they kept uh, upping the ante. They eventually they did, yeah. 
that's how I met Larry. Well, not how I met Larry, but one of the like first interaction with Larry, I was watching House, and he's like, oh, I can't watch this. I'm like, what? It's just a guy, a British guy with a cane. No, it's all <laughs> the, those guts. I'm like, that's nothing. That's just spam. Yeah, it's not. It's not my thing, man. I just don't like. I don't like seeing people in distress. Well, um, this, you know, they did a, a show, creep show, um, on Shutter, and there are two episodes in. Each episode has two installments. It's it's it, it's essentially an anthology comic done visually. So, um, you have your your host a la. Tales from the Crypt and stuff. You know, they call him the Creep. And uh, he doesn't really talk. But you see him in live action and in comic book motion comic format. Because the story is kind of like they flow in th- from a comic into live. And then when they do yeah. some transitions where they would have to put like in s- expensive special effects, it kind of goes back into comic art. Yeah. And you kind of read it or listen yeah. to it, uh, read along. And then it transitions back. So they... They cut a few corners in a cool way that if you like horror comics, like uh, you're gonna enjoy. Right. So that's my little mini review of a uh, creep show. Yeah, they they used to do that back in the day too, right? Huh? They used to do that back in the day for um, creep show as well, right? The movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the movie did it, yeah. but the show does it in a way that's a little more comic-y. Oh, like, okay. You could tell that probably Greg Nicotero or whoever is in charge of it, like, likes comics. Gotcha. I'm not sure why but I'm really spazzing out right now. I can't pull it up. Say what about your penis? And my app is spazzing out, oh, so I app. can't pull it up. No. You're the VRV one or the actual shutter? Yeah. Oh. Verve. There. So, yeah. Oz, you ready for this uh, Joker who laughs? <laughs> the Batman who laughs. And yeah, no, he's not, re- he's not ready because he's not in chat yet. Oh. Right or or did you pop in the chat, dude? I, I've been ready, man. Yeah, I thought he was ready. That's why I like, gave him the the way in, and Larry ruined it. Like, do you hear background noise anymore? Yeah, like I, I, I literally felt when his like headphone jack went in, and like, okay, he's ready. I didn't. I didn't hear background and noise I was... when I asked you the first time. You didn't. That's why the show sounds so crappy all the time. Damn. No, oh, you need to get your ears fixed, man. You and Amber both have like horrible hearing. How how do I? I was the one that told you initially that your joint was you were on the road, but you weren't well, on the that's road. When I your asked horrible you. hearing is uh, is is supplemented by the increase in power it gets from your blindness. Oh lord, okay. With his you're powers right. combined, I'm like the I'm like the anti daredevil. You're right. You're right. No, you're, not you're anti-devil, daredevil, but like you're the weaker Jesus. daredevil. <laughs> why, why don't you tell us about the Batman who laughs, Oz? Oh, I got my beer and everything now. Oh, lucky you. 
No, lucky me would have whiskey, but I ain't got that kind of time. I had whiskey, but I had my beer earlier, so now I don't have it for the show. Oh. Sorry, I'm looking for the world's smallest violin, but I can't find it. Well, they used it to make the Joker movie, so the conductor still has it. <laughs> anyway, so the Batman who laughs. It's uh, what, like I think it's seven issues, and there's a bonus, the uh, the Grim Knight, which they don't. I don't think they're they actually tell you about it in in the story. But when you read Grim Knight, that takes place at a certain point, and the end of it says, you know, continued on Batman Who Laughs issue, whatever. I think it's either four or five, but it it's a good standalone. But Batman Who Laughs is for people who may not have read any any of this it's essentially a, a elseworlds batman that gets that gets turned into the joker there's a whole book on how that happens and it was is a character they brought in for metal for dark knight's metal i believe is the full title and then this is like his continuing story after that and it's it's this character Basically, I don't, I don't like this character. <laughs> like it was, it was kind of a, a cool thing in Dark Knight's Metal, and it, visually, I, I can understand why, why, why these people love this character because visually, it makes for some really great art. Oh yeah, the the character design is amazing. Yeah, there there's some there's some there's some shots in this that are just great, but yeah. It, it's a great character to draw. I don't, I don't see too much of a difference between this Joker and regular Joker. Like it's supposed to be because it's actually Bruce Wayne. He's supposed to be smarter, more, more of a, a tactician, and a he knows fighter. everything Batman. Yeah, he knows everything that Batman knows. So it should be Batman's ultimate. You know, this is his his biggest challenge. But as you read the the Batman Who Laughs story. He's not doing anything more than regular ass Joker has done. You know, the, there's only like little differences. Like they actually get into a fight and Batman talks about how th- that's him. He's fighting himself. So he knows his own moves. So he has to create like his own fighting style to be able to catch himself off guard. And that's that's the only way he could he could have an advantage like that. That's. Literally one of like two or three different things that differentiate Batman who laughs from regular ass Joker to me. I, I don't know if you had anything similar to that, Lawrence, because you read it also, right? I did. I did. Um, and no, I didn't. I mean, like what what I will say is that they they reference it a lot where they're like, oh, you know, I'm you, but, you know, more. And so everything you know, like, you know, I know. And it, but all they really utilize it, like when they utilize that, all they're really doing is like him kind of just being a step or two ahead. And, you know, it's just like, okay, yeah, you you all think, you think the same, but it doesn't, it, like, there's no point where you kind of like, oh man, if Batman and the Joker were one person, this is what they would be like. You don't get a lot of that. 
Right, and the the strength of this story, like the be- the mo- the thing I enjoyed the most of this story, is also the thing that makes the Batman who laughs the most useless, because uh, the throughout the the entire arc, you see our Batman slowly turning into the Batman who laughs, and that's kind of a cool thing. Like you see. Bruce Wayne's kind of descent into madness while at the same time he's Bruce Wayne, he's Batman, he's fighting it. And you don't know, you're not really sure like what, when he does something sometimes, you're not really sure how much of that is Bruce Wayne and how much is the the new Joker personality um, coming out. And they, they start to do it. And I compared it last time to, to the Court of Owls. And there's some shots in this that look, just like Mo, that poster you got hanging in your shop, yeah. where half his mask is fucked up. Like they, there's some shots that are like he d- dude must have had that on his wall and was just drawing off of that. You know, it doesn't get as crazy as as the Court of Owls, where like you're spinning the book and doing crazy shit. But there's some amazing visuals that call back to that. Well, uh, it's re- drawn by Jock, right? Yeah. Yeah, Jock is that artist in his own right. Yeah. Right. He he jocked uh, Capullo, right? No, he did. no. Nah. no he's, he's, <laughs> Capullo is a lot more structured compared to Jock. Like, I mean, granted, you're you're reading a big two book with Jock drawing it. Like, you're not reading one of his, like, you, you haven't, I doubt you've ever seen any of his real art that he does for himself or for his books. Am I correct in assuming that? Maybe if I have, it's not like I I knew that's Jock. Yeah, like I didn't know it was Jock until this book. Like if you look at like um, at I can almost guarantee it. I haven't read the Batman Who Laughs, but if you read what is it, uh, Punk Rock Jesus, like any splash page in that is probably better than anyone you've seen in Batman Who Laughs. Um, and it, it it's black and white in punk rock Jesus. Okay, and just for the art alone, I would recommend getting this book. Yeah, and the story and also. Already, and that's the thing, it, like, it, the art alone. But you're already you're saying he's jocking somebody or he's doing something. You know, like you're not giving him his full credit, and you still would say, uh, oh, he, based on the art, I would say buy it. Like that should tell you something about jock. Yeah, what like I also said, the Batman who laughs makes for some amazing visual. Just just the way he's designed, the way he looks, just even just his outline is a pretty cool visual. But I yeah. I, can't, I can't help but compare it to the Court of Owls. Even even Batman's descent into madness because that was part of the Court of Owls story. You know, there were there were some cool moments when Batman like isn't even sure who he is in that story. And it just like, uh, I think we commented it once that it was crazy to see that somebody is like, hey, and he's like, ah, you know, because he, because of the shit he just went through. And so you get something similar with this story, but it in it itself, it's a, it's a good story. Uh, I did enjoy, enjoy it. It's, I, I, I don't see a difference between this villain and regular ass Joker, except to see, to show you what, 
the final product of what could happen to Bruce Wayne if he doesn't stop the the chemicals or whatever that are that are changing him. I you know, I will say that I know for me, like, you know, because this is this is um Scott Snyder writing this, right? Yeah. And and you know, I don't like I feel like there were like a lot or, or I don't know, maybe I was reading too quick. Because, you know, I was, like, reading this for the show. But, like, I feel like there were just, like, a lot, a lot of things don't connect, didn't connect for me. Like, I didn't, there were a lot of, like, little things where I was just, like, I just don't understand, like, what's happening and why. Like, the, is, does this, does this story take place in actual DC continuity? Yeah, in fact, right after this story, you get the new Batman Superman comic. Like in the Batman Superman comic, they find they found out that before he was stopped, Batman who Batman who laughs infected other people. They just don't know who. So that's the the opening of that book. Okay. So. So. Like. Like. Like, okay, so there's, like, a through line through this book about, like, alternate alternate reality Bruce Wayne's dying, right? Right. Did you read the, the metal? Yeah, I read, I read metal. Those are all from those, from that, that negative, whatever they called it, the negative the universe dark, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the dark, the dark. Wait, is it is, is it yes yeah, the dark universe right or the yeah dark universe or maybe maybe it's not the dark universe I don't remember but okay they're from there but it's the dark universe but, okay but then what why were why were those people dying because the the Batman who laughs needed something from the body and it, it, it I could tell you exactly what he was pulling out. And you're gonna think it's the stupidest thing you ever heard. Because do, do they say that in this series? Yes. Where, where? What is he? What did he need? And where? Where? Where did they say it? That apparently, when when you're happy, it produces a chemical in your heart. Yeah. Okay. That's what he was sucking out of all those happy Bruce Waynes. Is Bruce For Wayne what? happy? To to power up his his juice that he was gonna throw in the in the Gotham water reservoir thing. But how happy is Bruce Wayne regularly? These well, no, these, these are alternate, alternate versions. Oh, okay. like, yeah, they, they, they are actually Wayne. happy Bruce Wayne's all of them. Oh, all right. like, like there's one Bruce Wayne that gives up being Batman, but he becomes a warden for Arkham and like actually cleans up the the entire like he fixes everything. Yeah. And there's like an, another one that uh he he's basically stopped being Batman after his his back got broken. Yeah, um, he's he's got like a, a tattoo and Alfred I think it was Alfred. Somebody is like, Well what what's the tattoo? He's like, Oh, it's it's this. It's what uh well I would have named the kid if, if I had a kid with Selena. Yeah. Something. But then why would there be happy Bruce Wayne's in the dark universe? 
because that being happy is the regular universe's Bruce Wayne's like nightmare because it means he he stopped doing he stopped being that. <laughs> That's and hilarious. They make, they make a big deal of that at the end too. Yeah, I do remember them saying that. Like, I I do remember it, like not not so like that he learned that about himself. I remember him saying that. Yeah. So yeah, he's killing alternate Bruce Waynes to steal happy juice from their heart. Like, if you're going to actually analyze the books, it gets really stupid. Yeah, and, you know, and this is, like, that's why I guess I'm kind of like, it's not, it doesn't feel like Scott Snyder's best writing. Like, especially, like, it it feels as if it was written after Metal, which, you know, Metal was kind of a mess, too, where it's just like, like, and it has some cool concepts in it, as the, as does this book. But it's it's just kind of like, you know, it doesn't feel like it's, wholly consistent like even when you know like even what the joker does at the end of issue one he just the fact that he has the joker i was just like wait what like that's crazy like i don't know it it just seems very like all like the the plot itself feels kind of strange and it it definitely has good moments mind you but it just, yeah, yeah, it just, yeah, it has little, like, it has other moments where you're just kind of like, wait, what, what's happening? Oh, the first two or three books before the Batman Who Laughs actually shows up are some amazing storytelling. Just the, what, what goes on between Batman and, and the Joker. You could have, you could have given me that book. That was, that was a. Like the way they interact and and ah, it is it was good stuff. But yeah. the, I I really uh, I really think this book is a contrast to to White Knight, which now I've only read the first issue of White Knight, but I want to go back to it, and that felt like they did a similar thing, but like the opposite side of the coin, where right making Bruce Wayne insane, they made the Joker sane. Yeah. And uh, now you you can say more about this because you actually read the whole thing. I only read the first book. But just off that first book, that felt like a more interesting Joker story than the Joker story we get in, in The Batman Who Laughs. Now, artistically, it's not as pretty. You don't really have as many moments that are just make great for great paintings or great wall art or whatever as you would get with the character design in the, in the Batman who laughs but story wise i think it's a much better story yeah yeah no i i would i would agree and you know i haven't finished white knight yet but i've definitely read further than the first issue and yeah it it is interesting because um uh, i owe an apology why because the whole time you were talking about the art, I was defending Jock. But in my mind, I was because we were doing the contrast with White Knight. I was thinking Sean Murphy, the artist. Oh. White so everything I said about Jock before, like he's tight. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But I was actually talking about Sean Murphy. Oh yeah, no, Sean. Sean Murphy is great. 
Yeah. Go ahead. Proceed. Um, as you were. <laughs> but yeah, I think um, I think that you know the, the it it is a more interesting story, not only because it's it's a it's a, a bit more grounded, but also too, I mean, in in this, I mean, this is basically a story about, even though it, it the story is or part of it is about Batman and and Joker and their relationship and you know it, it's more just about Batman kind of fighting back his demons and um you know White Knight is more Joker having something to prove you know because you know he's putting out here the idea or the concept that hey you know I serve a purpose as being the Joker and you all like you feed the beast. Like they're like, you know, he's basically saying to them, like you, you need me to be like this. It's not just me being crazy. Like you need me to be like this. And they're like, you know, it's like kind of people calling Joker on his bluff. Like, Oh, nobody needs you to be like this. It's just you being crazy. And Joker like, Oh, okay. You sure. Okay. Well then I'll, I'll stop. And, and then he does. (laughs) <laughs> and and what happens next is is pretty interesting. So definitely a book. Huh? I think Scott Snyder was given some some cool characters and just wasn't sure where to go with them. Like the the Grim Knight at, at one point, like just does something stupid that like I I don't know if he's supposed to be Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne wouldn't do that. He wouldn't. He wouldn't be snuck up on like that is how I'll say it so it's not too spoilery well you know what I, I actually like the Grim Knight was an interesting character because you know for all intents and purposes the Grim Knight is like kind of like what if, if Bruce Wayne became more like the Punisher than Batman right I actually posted a picture I, I think it was either last week or the week before from the Grim Knight book where it's it's the scene where the, the bat flies through the window yeah but, it's the Grim Knight, like he shoots it, and so he's like, "Oh, okay." He, it's the same thing where he's like, "Yeah, I, I see what I must do now," and he becomes yeah. Batman, but he, with guns. And you look at that image, and the way they drew Bruce Wayne, I was looking at it like that's Frank Castle. I see. Yeah. I read that Punisher book. Yeah, and it, it's that that part, that whole part is actually pretty cool because it's it it. Is like an homage to a montage out of Batman Year One. Um, but you know the thing with the Grim Knight is that he—I mean, he's definitely Bruce Wayne. But I, you know, the Grim Knight is as smart as Bruce Wayne is, and he has like some of the tactical, like mindset that Bruce Wayne does. But, and you know, I, I, this isn't like I can't confirm this because we we only have so much. Like I think that one shot is the only background story we have on the Grim Knight, if I'm not mistaken. But as far as I know, yeah, and it it connects to the. It's part of the story. Like you should really buy that if you buy the full set. I hope it's in the trade paperback. It should be. Yeah, it, I agree. I agree. But um, you know, the Grim Knight 
kind of took shortcuts, you know what I mean? Because he uses guns instead of all the prowess that, you know, that that Bruce Wayne or that the Batman that we know um, has. And so it's kind of like, you know, he, he, he in certain ways, he's kind of Batman light. Like, obviously, when a guy comes in the room with Batman's mask on and he has like all these guns and shoots up everyone in the place and, you know, still is moving tactically, that's scary. But at the end of the day, I don't think he's as skilled as any of the other Batman because I don't think he did all the training that all the other Batman did. He just, you know, and, and that kind of shows a little bit, I think, in, in this series because, you know, when it comes to, to hand-to-hand, he, he's not on the same level as any other Batman in the book. Yeah, well, and before I get all kind of emails, yes, I do, I do realize that Battle for the Cal, Jason Todd was basically the Grim Knight. Yes, I get that. I know that. Still a good story. Word. You didn't know that, did you? No. I did. Well, Lawrence didn't read Battle for the Cow. Yeah, I don't think I finished it. Ah, it's a good story, too. Yeah, but, yeah, I don't, you know, like... Scott Snyder has a lot of great concepts and early like unfortunately they're all in his creator own stuff. The, no, I mean like I mean Scott Snyder came up with the Court of Owls. And, and you know how great that is. It's so great they're putting it in Batwoman. Are they really? Are they? No, they're using crows. What are you? What are you saying? What oh, do you mean? That's no. That's that's different though. I don't know. Court of Owls was a secret society. Crows is is uh, it's it's shield, but out in public. That's even worse. Wait, I, I didn't say it was good. I'm just saying. Well, like, <laughs> like, you're just bringing up bad concepts to contrast them with the good ones. I'm... No, I thought they they butchered his idea. Oh, but. They didn't. They ignored no, it. It's so good they <laughs> ignored it. Security force. Gotcha. And by the way, Mo, if you if you have the mm-hmm, if you can email that to me, I can have it on the show. No, oh, okay. I'll do that. Well, I'll just because you we haven't heard anything yeah, yeah. you play off your yeah, no, your comp- it's not going through. I, I know exactly why it's not going through, but I didn't think it was going to be a problem. But here we are. Right. <laughs> Here I am handing you a solution, and you're just yelling at me. That's what I do. I don't feel like that was a yell. Yeah, but well, you, for a pussy, you don't know me that well, though. For a pussy yuppie motherfucker, that's that's a yell. <laughs> a guy that would beat up a Joker. <laughs> but yeah, man, they got good concepts. It just doesn't. It doesn't all come together as of late. Like I feel like it was a whole different thing. Like. It's weird to think that Scott Snyder with, you know, this like a story like this, the Batman who laughs and with metal is the same guy that did like the that Cordoval storyline or that gave us that um 
like I mean, all of the early like New Fifty Two Batman stuff. I mean, all all those stories seem really tight and really like well thought out, and like he had a plan going through all these like all these story arcs to one to build off the other to build off the other, and then in in this story, I'm just like like there's a point in one of these issues where you know the Batman who laughs. Um, he wears like that that visor thing, right? Yeah, the little spike thing. Yeah, the spike thing like over his eyes, right? Right. Which I, for day one, I thought that was stupid. Well, I, I like it as a concept. Like it, like it's one of the things that make it. Like he, it looks cool, and it makes him stand out, but. There's a point in the book where where Batman in the book gets that thing. And I'm just like, where does that even come from? Well, he makes it out of the the uh it's either Prometheum or Batmanithium. It's Batmanium. Bat Batmanium that he has in his uh in basement, I guess or I guess it's under the Bat Cave. I don't know what Technically, that's not a basement, but it's not really part of the cave either. They don't. They don't tell you that he makes that. Yeah, they do. There's like two pages of him forging it, like, uh, uh, like Tony Stark in the cave. And he's then, actually it, forging it. Yeah, he's he's forging it like with a with a hammer and everything, and he gets into the argument with uh, with Alfred because Alfred doesn't want him to put it on. No, I I remember. Alfred being mad at him putting it on, but there's I don't I don't remember any two panels of him forging it. Where does that happen? I'm like I'm pulling up the book real quick. I'm just like, which which one? I, look, I can't tell you which issue because I don't I don't remember the exact issue. It's issue four. Okay, I got issue four right here. I got your issue right here. <laughs> you can hear me opening it. I really should do that away from the mic. It's probably like an annoying sound. No, it's good. It's, it's good. fine. It's you know. Okay, I see a panel that has lava. <laughs> so I'm like, so I guess this is him forging it, but there's not there's no hammer. Like yeah, this you is... what? I'm gonna look at issue three because it's already finished and he's uh he's fighting Alfred. So now He's fighting uh, Alfred in issue four. So he did an issue three. Yeah. Well, if you would, we're better at stalling instead of just asking questions. Oh, yep. There's a hammer. Yeah. Issue three. It's like the, the second to last page. Like it, it even says clang. It, it says clank? <laughs> <laughs> well, clang. Clang. Oh, let me see. I can, I can post it, but I have to take a picture of it because I don't have this digital. And you're really bad at stalling. Well, um, I can stall. I, I also watched the TV show. You know, Mr. Robot came back. Mr. Robot. <laughs> uh, no, nah, but for real, um, oh. we, out of these two books, Larry, the, the Batman Who Laughs, <clears throat> that one I felt, like, even when it was announced, I felt that it was kind of, just suggested because that character played so well from Dark Knight's Metal, 
where it's like, oh, we need to see more of this guy. And then they announced the series, you know, like I felt like it was kind of rushed and stuff. And you actually read it. Do you feel like that may have been a, an issue with this with this book? I, you know, I don't know. Like, because here's the thing. Metal definitely wasn't rushed. And it still turned out how it turned out. No, no, no. But, oh, okay. Never mind. Go ahead. Sorry. So I'm just kind of saying, like, you know, like, it would be different if... It would be different if it kind of like, you know, it was like, okay, well, that was cohesive. So what happened here? But it's like, you know, and and, and I guess, I, well, I should say metal wasn't rushed. I say that, but at the same time, who knows what kind of deadlines they put on Scott Snyder and maybe he met them and it's the artist that didn't. That's very a very real possibility. So he might have wrote that he might have written both of these scripts very quickly and um that yeah they could suffer from that that that's a possibility but i you know yeah i i don't i can't imagine that there was any harder or higher deadlines on him to write these books than was the case with uh with the Batman, the main Batman title. You know what I mean? Hmm. So, but yeah, you're, you're right, Oz. I do see at the end of three, he did, he is forging this thing. He could just yeah. be like doing a, you know, one arm military press. <laughs> but then at the same time, it still doesn't make sense because. I think if he was actually forging it, it would be spelled with a K instead of a C for Clang. Well, the, remember, it's a special metal. Oh, yeah. It has a higher higher uh, reverberation like, rate. It, it lets him see into other dimensions. Right. Which is the thing where I'm like, how does he know how to do that? Well, because the 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 Batman who laughed him with the uh, Joker juice in his butt. So now he's got the Joker juice in his butt, so he's having the same ideas. In chat, GZ Dr. Fred says, does Jeffrey from Jeffrey's Comics sell all these books you guys are talking about, or did he retire due to scurvy? Uh, no, he actually does sell all these books. <laughs> I, I think the trade paperback is out for this, too. Yeah, it is. Which, that's part of our deal, if you mentioned Fantastic Forum. And if anybody gets the trade paperback, I'd be interested to know if the Grim Knight is in there. It really should be. I'd actually be kind of upset if it wasn't. Yeah, I, I would agree I'll with get that. It. Since none of what our listeners that? are going to do it, I'll get it. Yay. Bursa Scurvy? I like Why how they have scurvy. I don't know. If you if you go to if you go to Jeffrey's Comics, uh take the man the lemon. You said if you go to Jeffrey's what? Comics. If you go to if you go to the store, give him go take him a lemon. Oh, gotcha. Vitamin C, scurvy. Right. Also, right. it's the Agents of Shield because there's a dude obsessed with lemons. Oh, you didn't get that far. No. I don't it's, need lemons. It's it's when they go into the future. In the future, you know, there's is the planet's blown up. 
so there's no earth and so lemons are like a rare commodity so if you if you love somebody you give them lemons oh yeah i do remember that yeah that's what grandpa simpson said right but he tied a, a onion to his belt yeah that too because you know as lemons was the style onion. of the time as was the style of the time yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah I, yeah i like i can't say that the uh, well i'll say this this book or this series of books has definitely has its moments. I, I will honestly say that the thing that interested me the most was probably the Grim Knight, <laughs> which, which, and but that's because he's probably seen the least, and that very well might be the way that, uh, you know, uh, like I, I would have said the same thing about the Batman who laughs before the series, right? You know, it's like the 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 guy that was the most interesting, the most uh, visually appealing and the most um you know the guy i wanted to know the know the most about was the batman who lasts before the series came out and hence why they put the series out and now that it's out it's kind of like ah you know what maybe i didn't need to know all that right i mean not that much different from regular joker right visuals aside i mean the way he acts and the things that he does it's just joker i mean the the plan that he's trying is basically a Joker plan, just kind of with a tweak or two. Yeah. But I would, all in all, I'd recommend people get it, at least for the art. I mean, there's some amazing panels in this book. Yeah, the art's cool. Yeah, because like I said, visually, the Batman who laughs is great. Even just, even if it's just an outline, a shadowed outline, it's still, it looks good. Yeah. Yeah, I know this. The, yeah, I mean that they always say that that's a, a great superhero has a great silhouette. Yeah, are we done with this? Are you moving on to Star Trek Discovery yet? <laughs> we can rate it. Oh, not Star Trek. I'm talking about Batman Who Laughs. Oh, we're actually doing BH nine hundred two and O next. Oh, jeez, there's a lot of Joker in this show. Yeah. yeah. I'm sensing a theme. It's almost like What? A there to look. Oz has finally come around. You know, <laughs> speaking of the Joker too, like I watched the newest Titans episode and I was like, man, when is Joker gonna kill this Jason Todd? <laughs> <laughs> With his weird mouth. <laughs> it's a pretty mouth. How dare you? <laughs> it almost well, looked, there, it almost looked there like is a... uh <laughs> like Deathstroke was going to use his mouth at one point. Yeah. Instead, he just used his ears. Yeah. <laughs> how, how many bars of Batnesium out of five would you give? Batmanium. <laughs> no, no, it's Batnesium. Batnesium, <laughs> Batnesium. Batnesium is what it takes in his uh, one-a-day Batmans. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. It's like, yeah, uh, bat, bat manium. I'm sorry. How how many bat bars of bat manium? The five would you give? Uh, friggin' the Batman who laughs, Oz. I'm 
giving it four. I want to do five, but there are, I mean, we, we talked about it earlier. There are some moments that the, the story just goes in a weird off the rails direction for no real reason, really. Yeah. Like the, the happy juice in your heart is, because uh, really the happy juice comes out of your cock, right? Oh, jeez. Mine's sour. Right. Yeah, but I'd give still- it. I give it three out of five. It has its moments, but all in all, it's not a great cohesive story. It's like definitely the, not Scott Snyder did at you, his best. Do you want to see Todd Phillips do the Batman who laughs? Yeah, look, that's what we need. We need look, Todd, that way Joaquin Phoenix can reprise his role as the Joker that has the weird chemical uh, that came out of nowhere out of his heart. Wouldn't you have to do Battenson though? What? Wouldn't Bat Battenson have to do the uh, the Batman who laughs? Because it's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, you're right. We need Battenson. He could do it. I think he could do reprising his role as Bruce Wayne. Oh, he could do both roles. That'd be amazing. I think he could do it. Yeah. You know, it's weird. As you know, oh, going back to the Joker. You know, um, the movie that is. Like seeing that, because I, I finally saw the trailer for um, Birds of Prey, you know, before the Joker. Yeah. And it looks terrible. Yeah, it looks but, real bad. But seeing that, yeah, like, does. doesn't like the Joker, like, even, you know, Joe gives it his 2.25 or whatever, and, and Larry, you do it three, and I do four, and Oz do four and 4.25. Um,. Isn't that movie like miles above in quality over that Birds of Prey movie? Like from what we've seen? Yeah, I, I'd probably enjoy the, the Joker movie a little bit more like even just from a, than like, Birds like of Prey. From a cinema aspect, you know, like you wouldn't think that they would even promote that movie, the Birds of Prey that is, with the Joker. Aside from it being, you know, a DC Comics property. Yeah, yeah. The contrast is definitely you know. Here's the litmus test, or uh, I like to call it the dipshit test. Tiger Claw says I'm more excited about the Birds of Prey movie than the Joker. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there are hot women in that movie. Yeah, but you don't care about that. He cares about the action and the, you know. Yeah, I guess he doesn't give a shit about Black Mask. It's like I, I, I was watching that Birds of Prey trailer and I was like, man, I wish Joe would have done that monologue, because I was like, right when Cassandra King talked, I was like, why is she talking? Right, she doesn't. Sh- she's in there for five seconds and is talking the whole fucking time. Yeah. And then it's like, why is like why is good guys teaming up with Harley Quinn like that? Like, I don't I can know. understand, you know, there might be, you know, there's sometimes, you know, Harley Quinn, especially in the cartoon, has, has had some times where she kind of teams up with the good guys reluctantly, albeit. And so I can see a good guy teaming up with Harley Quinn, you know, even, even though, you know, it's not going to end well. But as a story, I can see that. But none of those good guys felt like good guys at all. Well, I don't think any of those good. The only actual good guy in that story is going to be. Montoya, because she's a cop. 
Well, they kind of made Black Canary seem... isn't doing Black Canary things. I guarantee you that she's not being a superhero. Huntress she maybe has a, killed some she mobsters. She was being a bartender. Wait, what? She was being a bartender. Right. She's not being a Black Canary. Well, she was a bartender in the comics. Right, but she's not actually as, out as there fighting guy. crime. Is my point. Oh, okay. She's not a good guy superhero. Uh, Huntress probably killed some mobsters, but it's more of a revenge thing than a superhero thing. And they kind of allude to her like... I'm sorry, say that again, Joe? The thing is, Harley isn't a leader. Right. You can't... Have, like, she can lead a crew, but if you're putting her with people that are like her peers, like heroes or, and her villains that are her peers, she can't be a leader. She's not a leader. Also, Margot so Robbie is Harley Quinn. I feel she's phoning it in this movie. Sorry, Joe, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're no, and you're right about that too. She doesn't have any kind of. She doesn't seem to have that much presence in the trailers. She she's pulling. She's going the Jennifer Lawrence route. Right. Well, in that trailer, like the the narration, it it sounds a little off. You know, it sounds like like uh, Titans Bruce Wayne trying not to have an accent, but she's trying to do that Harley Quinn accent. It just doesn't sound. It sounds off. It sounds weird. It sounded way better in the in the Suicide Squad movie. Like it, it sounded more natural there. Yeah, and it could just be she's reading this the script for the voiceover. But I'm I'm I think I'm with Joe. I it I think she might have phoned this one in a little bit more. I said that. Yeah, that was Moses. Yeah, that was Mo. Okay, well, I still agree with Joe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's it's not gonna be a good movie. And, Warham, you know. Warham in, in chat says is Joker part of the anti-bullying campaign? Uh, Melania's anti-bullying campaign? Yeah, sure, I would put it in that. <laughs> but yeah yeah and i think you're right like cinematically speaking you know joker will will just be a better movie than that one more likely than not um but yeah i i don't know i like that's another I mean, thing about the joker sorry i keep going back to it because there's some things left unsaid, but my experience in it is like, man, you know, because, you know, I, I want to hate it. I wanted it to not be as good as I thought it was. But it's like, I still got to wait for Eternals. I still got to wait, you know. And I'm looking at this Joker like, you know what? I, I did. <laughs> well, I hope it, it plays across over my microphone, but I did the my fucking Robert De Niro head, head nod tilt thing. Like, you know what? This movie's pretty good. <laughs> like but i mean is joker really that much better of a movie than like say the winter soldier no i think those two movies are on the top for me because i actually thought about that like is it better than you know any of these mar as a movie as a as cinema yeah. like to me those two joker and winter soldier are, are the top of the list yeah is it, is it that much better than the dark knight returns or the Dark Knight, I'm sorry. Mm. I mean, I don't. I don't. It's think just so. as derivative. 
<laughs> but is the Dark Knight really that derivative? Yeah. I mean, of anything other than Batman? I no. Think it, I mean, like Heat, you know, like that type of heist, action thriller kind of type. Yeah. yeah. I, I can see that. I yeah. can see the influence of Heat in the Dark Knight. But I you think know, if, it, you, if you take if you take out if you just cut out all the Joker parts of Dark Knight and make that into a movie, better movie than the Joker. Yeah. Well, I guess. Better Joker movie than the Joker. Because, see, here's the thing. Like, I feel <laughs> I feel that the Dark Knight, and that was my gripe with it, is that it picked and chose what it wanted from the comics in a way. So I felt like it did kind of like the holiday killer the calendar man, you know, mm-hmm. in, was it like long Halloween? I felt mm-hmm. like it did that and, and dark city a little bit. And, uh, was it dark city or is the sequel to, haunt to long Halloween? About where, where yeah. Gotham got quarantine? No, it was when, uh, it was the sequel to, damn it. Oh, dark victories. Dark victory. About. Yeah. Like, yeah, I felt it took yeah. from those. And to me, those, yeah. like, like if you're going to make a movie about Dark Victory, like, you're going to make the do- the Godfather, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, and the Dark Knight didn't quite come up to that. Yeah, but then I guess what I'm trying to figure out is if you're, like, saying, like, okay, the, you know, the Dark Knight just kind of cherry picks what it wants to use from the comics and it never... Yeah, and and you're not a fan of that. Like it's like, is it because, like you rather it be all or nothing? Is that what you're saying? No, like I'm just like, saying like kinda... they 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 picked some of the the the, the little themes in there, but mm-hmm. the actual like, if I'm like okay, if I make a movie like Dark Victory, it's not gonna be like this. It's gonna be more like like you know like a Miller's Crossing or a Godfather. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it would be a better movie cinematically than what it was. I'm not even talking about, like, the comic aspect. But I'm saying if you're using a comic as a influence to make your movie, like, your movie would have a, a different feel. Mm. So cinematically, yeah, like, I put it, you know, that one's a good one still. But I would put it you just below Joker and Winter Soldier. Got it. Uh, okay. And in a weird way, I can kind of see this Joker. Like, I felt like they were trying to do that, like to make this Joker grow up to kind of be like a Heath Ledger, uh, Heath Ledger type Joker. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, I I could totally see so that. So that they kind of go together in a way, like even the way mm-hmm. the, like the way they chose to shoot the city and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the way the railroad. I don't know if they sh- shot at the same city, but the way the railroad system worked in it was an illusion another film 101 word a l l illusion um <laughs> to back to the the nolan verse train system in in batman begins you know yeah yeah <laughs> burr says damn such marvel fanboys <laughs> Tiger Claw says maybe Joker is part of a campaign to help uh, deal with mental illness to help people deal with mental illness 
<laughs> not quite. I mean, it does bring up some issues, like you know, yeah, in regards but... to like systemic type issues when it comes to mental health, which is you know that's that's stuff or an area that a lot of comic book movies don't deal with. Yeah, but I feel like even with the budget cuts, his particular condition and illness would have been better handled. It it, it could have been. I think so. He wasn't that bad. Like it, it's not mm. he wasn't empathetic. Mm. You know, yeah. like if he was empathetic like I envisioned the Joker to be, then then yeah, I can understand he's beyond reproach or beyond help. I I use reproach wrong, I think, but but yeah, no, but yeah. but yeah, the way this movie, like honestly, like it, it was a good movie. If it wasn't Joker, it'd be like you know, a a, a bit of a, a of a modern masterpiece if you hadn't seen Taxi Driver or Bring It Out the Dead or uh, <laughs> Falling Down. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. I have to add those caveats because they're it's, right, it's right. just as good as any of those without the Joker. With the Joker, it brings it down because yeah. it's just not done right. The Joker is a little more extreme than all of those. Yeah, you know, like he's I mean, all not a little bit more. He's a more he's like, all of those combined without the need for human connection. And even this guy had the need for human connection. Now, you know, there is a debate in which I had within myself while watching this movie, and I talked to myself and to the movie. You know, it'll be in in the All Games blog probably two weeks from now, but. Uh, it's like, is he really looking for that human connection or is he conditioned to think that he needs to to not be who he really is? You know what I mean? Which is a theme in this movie that I don't know if they even intended for that, but I got out of it. Mm. <coughs> That's interesting. Which to me, that I, makes yeah, a good I, movie. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that question. Yeah. I, I don't know either. Like I, I again I don't even know if they intended this movie to be the Joker movie. <laughs> yeah. I believe <laughs> it wasn't. But but if that's how it is, that adds a whole other layer to it that just makes it that much and I was sober when I watched it, by the way. <laughs> I, I was driving so I can't I couldn't do nothing. <laughs> I snuck to the bathroom to take a little toilet water just to see if it would get me a little loopy. <laughs> Like I, I had, I held my breath uh, a for little two bit minutes. to drink. I had a little bit to drink before, and I was hoping it would like you know enhance the experience, but it didn't. No, you need some psychedelics for this one. I guess, yeah. All right, should we go ahead and jump into? Uh, are we doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do a mm-hmm and then jump into news. Okay. Oz will be happy to know that there's no more BH90210. Oh, no. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay, we ready for this? Yeah, okay. go for it. And I have to re-cue it because I hit the button and then Mo started talking again. Well, you see, the thing is... <laughs> I'm waiting for you to say something else. Hit the button. Hit the button. Right. For another heavy metal minute. 
this week we found out that Fear Factory might be over. In a series of tweets, Dino Casares, the guitarist for the band and founding member, um, said that the new album Monolith will not be coming out. As an update to that news story, he also added that it being a reason for not coming out is lawsuits. They are there is a lawsuit between the original other two original owners or founding members of the band, Christian Old Wolvers or Webers, and Raymond Herrera. Raymond Herrera, for all of you who've been listening to All Games for a long time, is a guest on All Games uh, Interactive a while back. Created a beautiful, awkward moment when I confronted him for him not giving a fuck about who I was. Nor should he, really, in all actuality. But it was a, it was a good on-air moment. Um, but yeah, he, it, basically because of that lawsuit, there will no be there will be no new album, Monolith, which we've seen teased artwork for in the past year, and and we've heard rumors of, of a demo version of it floating around. But yeah, Fear Factory may be dissolving, and that's that's the big news take away from this story is that fear factory is no more which is saddens me i I like fear factory a lot now when the 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 four original members split up and and there was a a personnel change that that changed it too i I wasn't too happy about that either but it was still pretty good tunes but yeah now officially it might be over officially might be over uh in other news um this band i don't know if you've ever heard of them called flaw uh, <laughs> this is a funny news story that's been going on. Flaw is uh, recording a new album, or put out a new album, and it, one of the YouTube musician guys said, hey, they plagiarized me. And it was kind of maybe, maybe not, you know, and then a few days later, like 10 other YouTuber musician guys said, hey, they plagiarized me. And it was like, wow, these guys really fucking plagiarized a bunch of YouTube guys to make this album. And the album's called, uh, what is it? It's called Volume 4 for the Brave. <laughs> so um, that album basically is written by YouTube and YouTube music bloggers. Now, um, a- as the story progressed, they realized, you know what? It's the guitarist who really plagiarized everybody. He was tasked with writing the new album musically. Um, all the other stuff came forth as an arrangement based on what he wrote. This dude named uh, this dude named Tommy Gibbons, who was he was a new guitarist. They tasked him with with uh, with writing the album, and then he finally said, "You know what? Yeah, they they got rid of him because he's the one that plagiarized everybody. He gave the band a, a bad name." I've never heard of Flaw myself until this volume four four albums. I haven't heard of them. Must have really been setting the world on fire. I'm going to go back and check them out, though. I don't know. You know, a little bit of infamy always does wonders for some for a band's uh, back catalog. Uh, an update to last week's news story. Um, the man that stabbed that dude outside of an Amon Amarth concert in uh, Edmonton, Canada, he's now being charged with a fatal stabbing. So they... Uh, they, they definitely, um, the dude did die, <laughs> as I was speculating. But uh, yeah, the, the dude will be charged with with murder. Um, yeah, sad sad news there. In other news, I'm gonna be some Amanda Martin in, uh, in two weeks, so hopefully there's no stabbings there. 
Uh, and then the uh, last news story for today is not really a news story, but just a little bit of, of remembrance for one of our fallen heroes. Uh, this man, legend, God among men, uh, known as Ginger Baker. I don't know his real name. Ginger Baker. Ginger was his, his you know, stage name, nickname. But he, he, he passed away last Sunday. And uh, this dude, man, he was a founding member of the band Cream. You guys are probably listening it's like, Cream? I never heard of Cream. But if you put on a Cream song, it's like, oh, I know this song. And you're going to listen to those drums. Ginger Baker was a drummer. This guy was a fucking madhouse. He was a fucking the most chaotic yet organized drummer of that time and really invented heavy metal drumming. He hates it. He actually hates heavy metal and he will hate it. Um, see what happens when you hate heavy metal? You die. Um, but he hated heavy metal for it because they used him and he's like, no, no, it's too chaotic. It's too this. He, you know, he had a certain level of, it was like jazz in terms of improvisation, but it followed the rhythm, the time signatures and stuff. It didn't do a lot of changes and stuff. And that's probably what he didn't like about metal, especially, you know, when once you get into, you know, your death metals and if your you know, your dream theaters and all these they they switch time signatures like crazy that he's probably not a big fan of. But yeah, he passed away and uh, I was actually waiting for this because I, I did watch a, a documentary on Netflix for him. Uh, I think it's called The Dangerous Mr. Baker or something. Or Notorious Mr. Baker. It was on Netflix. It was a great, great documentary. And uh, yeah, he'll be missed. And now it's only Eric Clapton left in cream. And hopefully he'll be all right. <laughs> I'm Moses Magnum, and this has been a Heavy Metal Minute. Doing news? Uh, I got a little, bring it back to Joker. Uh, they, oh, they, they, <laughs> they actually played Ginger Baker's drums in Joker, too. Um, that song, when he gets arrested, and when he's watching all the chaos, all the riot, is White yeah. Room by Cream. And, uh, you know, being a fan of Cream, I was like, oh, this is awesome. So, and it added a whole other layer because of what White Room, you know, it's one of those psychedelic early metal, early rock songs that you don't know what the meaning is. And then just putting that to Joker, like, added a whole new layer for me for the movie and the song. So that was a good moment for me and me alone. <laughs> That's fair. All right, let's do some news. Another <laughs> comic book news. We should have a like, uh, comic book like, news. Kind of, <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like. By the way, since I'm not recording, I have no idea how the levels are. So if I blew out somebody's eardrum, I'm sorry. No, it seems pretty good. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Oh, then I just blew out my own eardrum. Like, honestly, I don't think this episode really needs any editing other than the theme song at the beginning. Yeah, you think so, but then you actually listen to it again. No, I'm just going to publish it after it ends. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I barely have any time. I'm really busy at work. Oh, perfect.
All right, yeah. What's the what's Liefeld bitching about now? He's talked some about somebody's feet to the fire, which made me laugh. Well, I think <laughs> there's a whole, another news story because there's a, a a company starting to I forget the name of it, but they're trying to start a Twitter war and calling out people on the eve of New York Comic Con. Um, and uh, Joe might like it because they have the rights to Young Blood. And uh, oh. so they might put out Bloodsport, but but will they finish right. it? Well, it only it's only two issues, and issue two never came out. So they just need to put out one issue. So who knows? But I think that's what Liefeld is trying to to stir up, right, Larry? No, I don't. Uh, I don't think so. Okay, no, I've been no. hearing there's because of uh, like he. Got screwed over on Deadpool. Yeah, that's what it, like it, it's it's Marvel Publishing, and yeah, it has it has something to do with with Deadpool, but not the apparently not the Deadpool like the the regular ongoing series. It's something with one of the adjacent Deadpool series dealing with Marvel with Marvel publishing or marvel entertainment not not marvel studios and he's keeping it close to the vest like he put it out there but didn't say didn't go into any specifics he just basically told people what it's not so but he didn't say what it is so you know i don't know it's like i don't know what's going on but it sounds like rob liefeld i I feel like this is probably a ploy to get somebody to try to settle as opposed to actually go into court, you know? Okay, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly the the problem is, and it seemed, from everything I read, it seems like he never specified what. So it's all speculation out there right now. I mean, other than the fact that it actually is coming from Rob Liefeld, like, yeah, nope, nobody knows what it is. All we know is what it isn't. And so, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what, what ends up happening, I guess. But, you know, it's interesting that he would just put that out there for everyone. But like I said, I, I think it's probably him trying to uh, trying to coerce Marvel into some some sort of negotiation as opposed to actually trying to sue them. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, speaking of people that are slightly crazy, Tommy <laughs> Wiseau wants to direct Spider-Man 4. Who, who does? Why? Tommy... Oh. Who? He's the guy, he's the guy that's in the room. Yeah, what the fuck? He sucks. I know. Look, that... I. <laughs> I didn't think Joe would get that riled up, but I just, I just file that under the the uh, people in Hollywood want to do stuff. You know, you always get actors saying they want to do this or do that, like that one chick that wanted to be Squirrel Girl. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. It's just, I guess it's a new story because he's technically a celebrity, even though the thing that made him famous was making fun of the one movie he did. Right. Yeah, they should not let him anywhere near anything. Near a camera. Right. 
<laughs> Although his Joker might have been better than the uh, than the <laughs> nah, because see him in that role. Oh, as a, as a like as an act, not as a creator, but as a or a director, yeah, as an actor. As an actor. Did hey, did you see his uh, Joker auditions? Nah, but I don't care. Oh, well, they're funny. No, I didn't. I don't. I don't want to see him ever. Okay, that was more of a a lighthearted tale, because then I I follow that up with Netflix is doing Hellstrom. Doing what? Uh, A show based on Hellstrom, the twins. What twins are those? The Hellstrom? That sounds familiar, but oh. I can't... Yeah, Damien and Satana. No, Victoria Hellstrom and... Oh, it's the dude name. Well, Satana is her hero name. Victoria Hellstrom and Damien Hellstrom. That's Satana's real name? Yeah. I didn't know that. It doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's, is it a, a DC Marvel. or Marvel? It's Marvel. Yeah. Satana's not Marvel. No, Satana. S A T A N A. Yeah. They have they have balls oh, I enough. I thought you said Satana no, too. No, I said I like, the fuck. You, look, we're talking you about sound Marvel. Like said Satana. No, look, man. What you t- That's what I heard. <laughs> uh, you're so Mexican. Yeah, Larry, you're so Mexican. Right. Everyone says that about me. Well, this is replacing the the Ghost Rider thing that they wanted to do. On Netflix? Well, Marvel was going to do Ghost Rider, and this is kind of like replacing that. I think they get to talk more about hell in it. Why would they? That That's backwards. Like, if you don't want to make Ghost Rider, like, why would you make? Like, why would you do a Hellstrom? Like, I mean, like that's like Ghost Rider's like main one of his like main nemesis. Well, Larry, you're 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 looking at it all wrong. Am I? Yeah, because they already did a shitty ass Hellcat, so they got to do a a Damon Hellstorm that like goes in line with that Hellcat. I mean, the Hellcat isn't that bad. I mean, compared to like what it's supposed to be, trained by Moon Dragon. Lived in hell and dated Damon Hellstorm. Like, I, I don't know. Has some I, of Damon has some of Damon Hellstorm's powers? Like, like yeah, I don't know. To I me, think they should have just made the Ghost Rider. Well, yeah, it'd be easier. Now it's harder to do a good Hellstorm. Like, I can guarantee, I already hate it. You. You can guarantee you already hate it. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, that's a that's positive. <laughs> that's funny. And then I hate it because it's on Netflix now, so it means that like Disney doesn't have it's... the rights. No, but it's not on Netflix, right? That's what Odd said. Might be on Hulu. I don't think it's on Netflix. Uh, now I, I know it's gonna suck. <laughs> I might have got hung up on Netflix because that's who wanted to do Ghost Rider, right? Yeah, but it got canceled because it 
the buyout because the miles showed up and said, well but no actually i'm sorry but no the 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 ghost rider thing i think did get transferred to hulu too though well it was supposed to be hulu originally oh okay well there you go so ghost rider got got canceled for some other reason i know why whoever puts it on it's marvel television so well no but if you say netflix that means something totally different nowadays right well it's marvel television that's that, that's it, who's putting it, it out. The, so whatever yeah. fucking channel they put it on. Well, why don't you get your fucking news stories right? Well, let's hear your news story. <laughs> <laughs> A podcaster uh, in Illinois was put hurt during his broadcast. That's my news. Wait, story. say what? I said a podcaster in Illinois was butt hurt during his broadcast. <laughs> I want all his penis. <laughs> all right, I'm not going to read my San Diego Reader Comic Con is dying story. Your your what? We all know it's dying. There was a story on a little tiny local paper called the San Diego Reader, I'd never heard of it, about the decline of Comic-Con. And the one of the first signs, like the, the first signs that it, it's starting to die off is the shuffling around of the booths. Like the, the DC booth was not where we normally know it to be, which is like practically dead center. It was often in one of the corners next to the Pops in Artist Alley. In mm. fact, I think we saw more Pops than like DC stuff. Yeah, did did Warner Brothers take their place? Well, they combined Warner Brothers and DC, so they had a big booth, but it's off in the corner. It's it was literally right next to Artist Alley. Know, I don't know who. Well, first of all, I don't know what the newspapers thing is, hang up or whatever it is. But really, there's so many conventions throughout the year that they're all kind of like cannibalizing like where people used to travel across the country or halfway across the country they're not doing it as much anymore you know right it wouldn't be shocking to find out that that there's no marvel giant movie hall panels in hall h because there's d23 what right. the fuck they call it right they, it you know chicago comic-con's getting bigger and bigger I see a lot of articles about New York Comic Con, a lot, yeah. a lot more than than I've seen before. So yeah, I think Mo's right. All these other ones are getting bigger and bigger, and I'm pretty sure there's less of a travel budget for some of these companies, and and stars and all that. Well, so it, it's that's not all even that, that there's less of a budget. It's that there's there's more of them. So where you can like just with Chicago, New York, and L.A., that's like entertainment hubs across the country like you don't need to bring your new york people to san diego you can just leave them in new york and then you know or and they can meet up in chicago you know like you don't have to do as much as you had to in the on the west coast you know back then it was the west coast was the only place to do it right and then little shows here and there the article i read just to summarize it tried to suggest that it's uh it was a cost-saving issue for dc uh you know, combine the booths so let you pay for less space on the floor, and they didn't have anything 
big to really go through, so they're they're not gonna rent Hall H or whatever. You know, I mean, all that stuff costs money, and there was no real reason for them to do it. That may be so. I don't know, but I'm starting to see less less of a Comic Con. I've been calling it Pop Culture Con for years. And now I think the the world is catching up to me and my brilliance. <laughs> that was your takeaway? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it, it it's a curse to to be so smart because it's like you can see the future almost. I was just thinking that about you. Yeah. Man. Must be rough for Oz. It is out here. We all just trying to catch up. I'm over here prophesizing and all that shit. There it is. Ostradamus. Oh, I I like that. (laughs) (laughs) I need to figure out how to spell that. (laughs) Too funny, man. uh, Burr says uh, RIP Comic-Con. No more comics at Comic-Con. Uh... The audience watching Joker self-evacuated in Long Beach because of a suspicious <laughs> a suspicious subject. Oh, I thought you meant they pooped themselves. I was like, the whole <laughs> <laughs> that's how the headline reads. The whole audience, they're like, oh, <laughs> that was way more impressive before you said there was a threat. Can you believe this? It was I'm barely poop a threat. My pants right here, goddamn. And you know what? Reading this news story, I was weirded out because it didn't sound like Long Beach at all. The way the article said it. Like, basically, there was a guy standing at, near an emergency exit looking at the crowd wearing a backpack. And everybody freaked out. <laughs> but I had a source, or have a source, that was in the theater where it happened. And oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So the story says that the you know the police showed up within a minute of dispatch because it is at the town center, the area in the good area of Long Beach, mm-hmm. so they don't want none of that shit going down, and that's why I believe they self evacuated. Um, Stop <laughs> Because it would if it would have happened downtown, I mean, uh, you know, thirty percent of the patrons are armed. You know what I mean? Uh, but basically from what I hear from somebody that was in there is that the guy was there, he threw the backpack down and people got nervous, but there was a guy that was an off duty police officer, pulled out a gun at him and told him to stand down, get the, you know, whatever he has to do as an off duty police officer to secure that. Mm -hmm. And then the people freaked out because they saw that guy with a gun and they ran. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. So that that's that's from what I hear, that's what happened. That's still that guy's perspective. Like he was probably closer to that guy. You know, one guy runs, everybody else runs, you know? Yeah. So they're not gonna look back to see what happened. But that that's that's what I have as an update. Fantastic forum exclusive. Exclusive. Uh, but yeah, um that, that that's that news story. It was weird because yeah, like people in Long Beach don't act like that for a backpack, right. you know. Right. Uh, 
Joker smashes October record. Yeah. The 96.2 million. Despite mounting controversy and security concerns. Which to me, all those were all publicity shit. <laughs> Did we ever... Oh, by the way, it beat Venom. Venom was the highest grossing October film up until this weekend. Yeah. So, yeah. Two uh, two giants in the film industry right there. Uh, Joker Venom. and Venom? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a tough Academy Awards deciding between those two. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not in the same year, right? I, I don't know. No, they're not. Because it was last October for Venom. That Academy Award oh, already took Yeah, I guess you're right. And they're competing against each other. Well, when does the 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 things start? Like, when do they start? What's well, the cutoff? cutoff? The, the cutoff is, like, November or December or whatever. But it may it be even, maybe even January. But Venom was last year. So that Academy Award already happened. Okay. It's a shame. I'd love to see him go head to head. Do we ever discuss what what the rumor is that the Battinson Batman plot's gonna be? No. Because I know I know we discussed that they wanted uh what's his face? What's that fat dude? Jonah Hill. Fact, Jonah Jonah Hill to be the Riddler. And then it was after that, it was after the show that I read that they're thinking of doing a long Halloween type of story, which to me would make Jonah Hill calendar man and probably a better fit, right? No. Oh yeah, by far. I don't no. You don't think so? No. You don't think Jonah Hill would make a better calendar man than Riddler? Jonah Hill would be like Bullock's son <laughs> that's trying to get laid. <laughs> like calendar man i need somebody like you know like a calendar like a especially if you do like a hollow well again uh yeah i mean if you do like a long halloween and then try to do a dark victory sequel then yeah you would need somebody like a kevin spacey to be calendar man mm, maybe not kevin spacey no nah, but a type <laughs> you know like likes little boys and whatnot Yeah, you don't have to go that method. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't think he'd be a good calendar man. Like, he could be... In those stories... Yeah, I, he's got no business being there. Like, stick to what you do. Well, they haven't signed him, so maybe... they. I mean, we know they listen to us. Yeah. So you just killed Jonah Hill's contract. Good. That guy's been killing me for years. It's messed up. I get mistaken for him sometimes. No way. Uh, early on in his career. At the Whole Foods. Really? Yeah. Hey, you don't look like him. Eight. At the Whole Foods on Sunset. In La Brea. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I was okay. in the neighborhood and I was like, hey, Lawrence. Oh, it's not. Oh, damn it. Who was it? Cedric. 
Wow. <laughs> Although he has a mustache in season two, so it's easier to differentiate. Larry has a mustache. You have a mustache now? No. Oh. Season two of what? Race neighborhood. War. Oh, neighborhood, yeah. Oh. I call it race war. <laughs> race war. <laughs> it's like two neighbors that don't like each other, right? Is that what it is? One's black, one's white. Yeah. Yeah. But the white one likes the the black one because he's like, like, kind of geeky. Like, oh shucks, type of guy. And the black one's like, dude, you're in the fucking hood. Don't 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 be like that. It's not a great show. I don't know why I watch it. Well, you sold me on it. It it's it's barely funny. <laughs> it's barely funny. <laughs> but it's got the dude from from uh two broke chicks. No, not two broke chicks. Uh the uh what's the Zoe Deschanel one where she's the new the, girl. The new girl. New girl. Yeah. In fact, uh another dude that I like from that show that was old Spider Man in Spider Verse. Uh-huh. He's in it too? No, he's oh. got another show that I'm gonna have to watch, even though it looks stupid. Yeah, just not just because he's in it, but he's also a bartender in it, and it looks like it's the same bar from that fucking show. <laughs> so I feel like it's the same guy. Even it, it's probably not, but in my head, I'm gonna pretend it's the same you know guy, what? and that's the only reason I'm gonna enjoy the show. You know but what bar that it, is? Do you remember that bar? Have we been there? Yeah, that's where we took I, Sal that one time. Nah, look, that was years ago, man. You have to throw a name at me. It was called O'Malley's back then. Okay, yeah, I think I know it now. Because there's only like two or three Irish bars I've ever been to. Yeah, I think I know which one you're talking about. In Westwood, that was it. Ah, I need to go back there. Oh, it's it might not even be there anymore. While you're joking, but yeah, it's him and well, I mean, look, it's in the show. It's him in that fucking bar. And Maria Hill, like solving crimes or some bullshit. I don't oh, know. It looks. Oh yeah, that it. was a Stump Town. That's the show. Yeah. 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 Watch that too. No, I haven't. But I saw the commercial for it, and I'm like, ah, should I? Should I not? I fit with that dude. I'll probably give it a chance because I like that dude. He was in that movie, Let's Be Cops, and he was oh, good in it. That, that's a funny movie. Yeah. You push away that. Don't watch Joker. Watch that. Let's be cops. <laughs> By the way, Joker better than Endgame. Yeah, I disagree. Well, of course you do. You're a Marvel fanboy. Listen, yeah. I, I think in your heart, all of you all disagree too. No, Lawrence, what are these toys you putting up? You're putting on. These yeah. are these are the Marvel Legends that got announced at New York Comic Con this past weekend. I don't like that Stan Lee one. What? You don't have... like the Stan Lee Marvel Legend? It's standing mm. too straight. It stands too straight. I need it in like a armchair where it can't he can't move. Oh come on, man! It's, I don't it's like not, it's a it's a it's a friggin' anniversary Stanley. So they're they're they it's a younger Stanley. Do they have the nurse like... that gives them a hand jump action with kung fu grip? What? God, Larry, <laughs> why can't you remember old news stories? It's not that old. It was like six months ago. No, it's more, it's like nine. Well, it, okay, okay. Wait, it, let's say 
four months from whenever he died. Okay, that's about right. Because it was it was pretty close to that time. I don't yeah. like that he defaced the Captain America shield either. Yeah, I don't like that either. Like you don't need oh, to put his fucking name on it. Stanley would not graffiti the Captain America shield. And like he didn't he... create Captain America. No, it's it's what you call it. It it there was a uh a, a picture that had him holding the shield and it had the big his signature over it like that. Yeah, I don't like so that. it's so it's like a, a tribute to that. He's he's just like that dude that takes a knee all the time. Like we should, yeah. He's just like him, defacing the flag. Oh, you better stop it. Both, well, both no, are, on we, both on both counts. We should know that that's Stan Lee. You don't need to put his fucking name on the giant shield in front of him. It's not that you don't know who it is. It never mind. You know what? So they're breaking a Stan Lee figure. That warpath also... is cool. It's huh? a derivative. The warpath is cool. Yeah, the, the, they're, they're another... I mean, a lot of figures got announced, but these are the ones that I was just like... I was like, oh, man. like like the, I put the Doctor Doom in there just because it's a new Doctor Doom, and it's a cool-looking one. And so, you know, it may, it, you, you know, if you're a Marvel Legends collector, you might be fine with the Doctor Doom you already have, and that's more than okay because it's not doing so much more. But this Warpath and this Sunspot, which are like basically like... 90s X-Force versions of these characters are pretty awesome. And, yeah, the Sunspot especially I thought was pretty great. But the Warpath is amazing, too. Especially considering, too, like, that's, you know, it's like, it's not a Build-A-Figure or anything like that, which, you know, it technically could have been, but but I like that it's not, too. That's a great thing. I'm surprised huh? you post the Cyclops. He didn't like it. I don't think they didn't they didn't announce a new Cyclops at New York Comic Con. There's one that came out not that long ago or that's getting ready to come out, I guess, but it's it's not technically like something that got announced recently. I mean if it's not out and we didn't know about it, then Oh, you know. well you didn't know about it. I knew about it. Of course yeah. you did. Yeah, that's that's a cool set too. I agree. I kind of, like huh? I kind of love that Cyclops, but I hate it too. Yeah, no, it's it's the Cyclops you love to hate. <laughs> well, no, because like, I remember like buying, you know, the Toy Biz one, mm-hmm. and he had that jacket. Yeah, and I'm like, man, my jacket didn't look cool like that. Like the jacket looked like you got that fruit roll up and made a jacket out of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I want that Cyclops. Like, I love that. I I love those toys. That era of toys. Yeah. But um, and I remember having so many. And then my friends stole them. Well, my friend's little oh. brother stole them. But. But yeah, I mean, obviously, with uh, with with Marvel or with 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 Disney buying Fox, like. All types of X Men stuff is showing back up, and this is a a, a three pack with uh, Cyclops, Jean Grey, and Wolverine, all in their '90s X Men costumes. And you know, hence, you know, for those of you listening, hence we're talking about this uh, brown, you know, the brown kind of bomber jacket that Cyclops would be in sometimes, and wear that over his 
classic 90s X-Men outfit. Why um, why does the Vision toy have a Stormbreaker? The Vision toy have a Stormbreaker? Yeah. Oh, are, 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 is it is it not it's not Mjolnir? No, it's it's movie Stormbreaker. I'll post it in chat. Oh, I don't know. What's like, that I thing? Thought... What's that build a toy with uh Oh, yeah, it Jubilee. Is, here it is, movie Stormbreaker. Uh, That's yeah. a Caliban. That's Caliban, huh? Yeah. I didn't think you'd need to build that one. Yeah, and it is crazy because that vision, like it's, uh, I'll post a picture of the box, I guess. It's labeled uh, Captain America Civil War, but it's got new, it's got Endgame, or I guess Infinity War Stormbreaker in it. And who, uh, who is that? What's that next division? I I don't know. Yeah, it's a body it, for it, something. It's a hoodie. I don't know, but say what? It, I don't know. It's a hoodie of some sort. With yeah. I mean, it, it, well, you know what happens sometimes is, you know, um, sometimes Hasbro will will include stuff. In other, with other figures that people that they know people may want to have, like for instance, um, what did they? What I'm trying to think of what what figures it was with. There was one of the. It's one of the figures. I feel like I bought one where it had like the head of. Um, it had the. Um, Shadow King head just as part of of like that came in the box with like the X-Men figure and that head was like if you want to swap that head out on the Kingpin figure it would make a Shadow King and it you know it didn't you know if you don't have that Kingpin figure already then it's just a random head but if you do have it and you want to swap it you that's a reason one to like either buy the figure to get or buy the figure the head comes with so you could get the head or maybe encourage you to buy the shadow king i mean to buy the kingpin figure if you want a, a shadow king so it might be something like that like i'm sure that body or that torso is just to switch out for somebody which i well, don't know when who you that see is a shadow king head like you know who that is Say again. When you see a Shadow King head, like you know who that is. I don't know who the fuck this is. Look, to me, it looks like ET. You're talking about the torso? Yeah. Trust me, I'm sure somebody knows exactly who who that body belongs to. I'm sure it's a movie character, but it's not ringing a bell to me for me right now. It, it's probably Scarlet Witch. I don't know. That looks like a dude to me. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like. I'm gonna try to find out. The fans of Supergirl are are fucked up. <laughs> What's it so funny? Like that, that's where we're starting the premise. <laughs> no, well, you know, I'm moving along to another news story. Yeah, let's um, do it. But the like, episode one came out, and I agree. People are mad at the new costume. 
Cause it's got Super pants. Girl's new costume. Yeah, cause it's got pants. What does it look like? It looks like New Fifty Two Supergirl. No, it doesn't look like New Fifty Two Supergirl has New Fifty Two had a. It still had a skirt, right? And it just had those boots that had like a weird knee hole or something. And she had it. It looked like she had a diaper on. I think too. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it it was like a like a bathing suit. Like a like a one piece and then it had the boots that had yeah, the, the knee holes. Where did I see it's... her with pants? Well, they're mad at her having pants on the TV show. Actually, but my biggest problem with the TV show is that they're ripping off way too much uh Iron Man. Like last season she was literally in an Iron Man suit. Like the the whole way they do Tony Stark's head, seeing what what's going on, and she's in an actual suit. And then the it's only been one episode of the new season, but they when they make her her new costume, like they put it in her glasses so that when she takes them off a certain way, it's like the scene in Infinity War where he takes off the glasses and the suit comes around him. It's literally that that exact same scene. And that's how the costume comes on yeah. her now. Well, that's the problem with Supergirl fans. They're not mad at that. They're mad at the pants. This is why I say they're fucked up. Uh, I've seen... In New 52, I've seen Supergirl with pants on. And I I knew my memory served me well. Because I remember like Larry's exact argument about this. And I'm going to post it in the chat right now. And it's because they had a ring around her knee... That was part of the boots over the pants, and Larry didn't like it. And uh, you're gonna put in that costume? Yeah. Okay. And uh, that's what that what she looks in Oz post. It looks like that to me, and it's fine. And she has a skirt cape, not a back cape, but you know, gets the job done. Yeah, I. Don't have a problem with the costume. I think it's fine. Yeah, I prefer I prefer the skirt, but there's nothing wrong with that costume. Yeah. It's fine. But Supergirl fans are pissed off at the costume. It it, it looks bad to me. Like, yeah, it, I, and I think that you need something to break up the the legs from the like um something to break up the legs from like the bikini what? area yeah but yeah i, I forget like, yeah. my words failed me i couldn't yeah. think of the the name of that of that area but like the pelvis area yeah I, the mons veneris <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> that's the title of this I mean, week's episode the mons veneris do you, do you get... i think it looks fine yeah it looks good enough to me like it looks good enough like the comics it don't look no worse than any superman costume i've seen there's no reason for fans, fans that love the show, to be pissed off about that. They should be pissed off that the show sucks. Yeah, that's uh, that's, that's what they should. What I've been about. trying to get to these past five minutes. Yeah, and I, I tell you, man, like, I don't know, like, she really doesn't embody Supergirl to me at all. Like, like even in this random pose here, she looks like all like. Out of place and awkward, like you know where she does do good Supergirl, and I don't know, it isn't those first crossovers with the Flash, 
Oh, I yeah. think that's just Absolutely. the Flash writers. Yeah, when the Flash writers write her, she does great. Oh, what is this costume? That's the, is Iron, that the Iron Man costume yeah. you're talking about? Yeah, but it actually has a helmet that she, you know, because she has to take off the helmet to talk. Cause she, I'm not Ollie. even mad at that either. No, this is not a bad looking costume. No, but I'm not mad because they did that in Superman the Animated Series. They did that too, and it was fine. Yeah, I mean, they found a story reason to do it. It was yeah. there was like particleized kryptonite in the in the air, yeah. so she needed something to filter that out. Who is this other woman in the costume? What other woman? That's also Supergirl. That's the new costume. No, but it's that's the same that's, woman. That's not the same woman. I'm like, that's not the same woman. That's like the stunt Maybe woman. Stunt double. I don't know. Yeah, but it's two. That's a stunt double. Oh, okay. I was about to say, I'm like, that's not the, like that woman is definitely older than. <laughs> I think it's a star. Fighting. No, no, oh, you're yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not just. You know, turns out it's not Larry's eyes that don't work. He just Larry. <laughs> but. Oh, oh! I found one with the helmet too. Wait, it was it was still my fault, even though I was right. No, no, what I'm mean? saying you're not the only one with fucked up eyes. Oh, oh, I just didn't okay. want to say fucked up eyes because that's too harsh. But thank you. Now I said fucked up eyes. There you go. Curse yeah, your there's... eyes. Oh wait, too late. There's with the full helmet. Yeah, I. There's a lot of reasons to. There's a lot of problems with this Supergirl TV show. The costume is the least of it. Yeah, that that's my point. But you know they're mad and they're like, they're talking about boycotting and shit on Twitter. <laughs> Bring back the skirt. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and most of the people I know, including Oz, that love this show or, or watch it regularly are girls. <laughs> <laughs> and they want the skirt. Like, <laughs> they don't like pants. Yeah. I, I'm, I won't lie. I don't, I'm, I'm not feeling the pants, but. But you don't it's like the not show like either. she was. It's not like she was bare legged under that skirt either. I mean, right. she like she had stockings. She might as well have been wearing pants, and then you wouldn't have noticed the difference. I just I'm like not, the the red. I'm not. I'm not saying I want to see her legs or anything. Like I just think that it needs to be like broken up a little bit. Like no, if you I just, look, I just know you, probably somebody listening that's like, oh, you just want the skirt because you want to take a look at the panoch, you know? Yeah, the panoch. I mean, she had stockings underneath. It's not right. You want to catch a slip of fur burgerage. Like, even if you look at the costume that we put in the chat with the uh, her appearance um, in the crossover, when when, you know, like if you look at that, like those could have been plain black pants and probably would have been absolutely fine because it's black. But they still decided to kind of put a little bit of red in there to break that up. And it's like, if they had done that probably with that other costume, it would be a better looking costume. I don't know what color you would use, but, you know, may, maybe red. I don't know. I mean, I guess red would be make the most sense. Is her S always black like that? Well, she no, didn't... That's just, a, that's just a light up one because it's, it's lit up. It's a red S. Oh, you mean the, the around it? Yeah, like yeah. You know how Superman is yellow and her, yeah, it, it's not in the it, comics. It didn't have uh, uh, the yellow either. 
it's blue. Yeah. In oh, the, that's blue. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's just the dark. Well, yeah, it looks like blue, blue and the thing is darker than the other blue. And it's got like a yellow. The outline is yellow. Got it. And who are these individuals hanging out with her in this picture? Oh, my God. Well, the black guy is Martian Manhunter. He's cool. I actually kind of like that character. The 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 guy on her left side is Brainiac. <laughs> so they have abandoned making him look like green or something? Sort of. Because there's a lot of like alien racists. He, he has... Well, I'm guessing the CGI budget is running out too. He has a a thing that like makes it look it makes him look regular, and like if it breaks, then he'll go back to his like white hair, blue skin weirdness. But that's him most of the time because it saves money on makeup and and effects. And then the girl in blue is Dreamer, like um like the Amer Dreamer. That's like the the, Who's Dreamer? I don't remember who that is. The one that's going home after Daka. In, in the I can't. She she's from the Legion of Superheroes, but this is like her ancestor because they're in in current time. Mm, okay. Also, that used to be a dude. What used to be a dude? Dreamer. Where? Dreamer was a was a guy. To transgender. That, that, that woman in this picture had a penis. May or may not still have one. Oh wow! Did that happen on the show? They and real life. It. It, they, they mentioned it, like because it you know you have a trans actress, then you're gonna have a episode about her being trans. So they, oh. they there's a they, they mention it that yeah the the character in the show has transitioned, as well as the actress. I love how Larry doesn't remember any news stories. We we did a news story about a trans yes. person being yes. on Supergirl. Yeah, they were being applauded for it. Are you sure I was here? Yeah, you were here. Oh, okay. trust me, I remember you were here. Okay. Uh, she has. Precognition and astral projection, apparently, and also and she has tactile telekinesis that shoots out like a telephone cord and like some sort of weird Green Lantern ring, but it's blue. She also has post-op cognition. Post-op cognition. Cognition. Okay, I'm gonna leave that alone. Like she did. No, I'm sorry. So, That's a, those are bad jokes. I'm going to throw them in the garbage along with her cock. Right. I was, waiting for you to, I was waiting for you to mention that she confuses your penis, too. No, she doesn't confuse it. All right, what else? Uh, I'm done with this. Did, 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 you, did you guys hear that... Uh... That Marvel is getting sued by a Hungarian series. Oh, that's going to go great. <laughs> Hungary is Wait. now going to be owned by Disney. Uh, Hungary is going to be owned by Disney? Wait, hold on. You know what? I'm sorry. Can you guys hear this? 
No, you can't. Oh, Never you mind. fucked up, Larry. Never mind. If only there was one of us in which you could send that clip to and then could then play it on the air. Oh, come on, man. The, the one time it's he like... prepared a clip <laughs> before the show. You weren't you weren't here before. Right, but there was a point in the show, I believe, an hour and a half ago. <laughs> what? You're talking, you're talking madness. I told Mo, hey, send me the clip and I can play it now. You're talking madness. I'm can I send it to you um... <laughs> for next week? Yeah. No. <laughs> I was gonna say, can I send it to you in chat in uh, Skype chat? No. Oh. I mean, you could. It's not gonna play on the air though. Just send it to him through email. Like, what's the what's the matter here? I can. I guess I can send it through email. I should send it to the wrong one. You said what? You're gonna no, send. send it go ahead. Just, just send it. Or send it through chat? What? Email or no, chat? Email, email, email. Email, yeah. Email. 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 Okay, I'll send it. Right, I'll that's send the name it. of that character now. It used to be female. Now it's email. She cut off the F. <laughs> I guess maybe I will have to edit this episode. I know. <laughs> Wait a minute! It's not my fault. It is. No, <laughs> it's actually absolutely your fault. I will. I think at this point it is fault. <laughs> he said, "You send me whatever you want me to play." Like, no, you were there. I disagree. <laughs> I'm, I'm stonewalling this entire investigation. Wait, um, Oz, what email am I sending it to? Oh yeah, of course he's gonna say it over the air so everybody could spam him. Oh yeah, for, exactly. Oh, okay. Or sign up for trials. I got you. Uh, like, literally, you just put O, and it tells you which one on Gmail. Maybe. Actually, no, it I, does. Uh, <laughs> I I foresaw with my brilliance that he might send it to the wrong one, so I have both of them open. <laughs> <laughs> but you can literally, if you put O, it tells you both of them. You can like CC each one. I didn't know which one. That, that's I, oh, I sent it to the the one that, of the two he yeah. has open. <laughs> That's yeah. not he. That's not the one he sent it to. He sent it to the one that starts with an R. But it's it, a but YouTube if you clip. Put, <laughs> but if you put O, it your name comes up because it's your real name, on the contact info. Yeah, that's true. That did. That's what happened. Yeah, Lawrence. I know. I do it every week. Lawrence. Yes. The the link you sent me. <laughs> yeah. It's an hour and three minutes. Oh, don't no! It's the that's it's just the, the commercial. No, the, like yeah, it, it's it, uh, it's the it's the beginning theme that I want played. Oh. <laughs> it's right in the front. <laughs> it's right in the like. I was going to like. This, this is to, the worst pre-produced clip. Go to, I ever. Go, to, go to eight seconds. I was going to eight seconds and let it play. Like you have to put the instructions in the email so that we don't talk. <laughs> I was going to eight seconds and let it play. (laughs) We're already at fifteen seconds. This is what you wanted?
Yep. What song is this? Listen. Oh, oh, I get it. Yeah. I remember this song. Can I stop this now, or do you yeah. want to keep going? Yeah. Sure. Stop it. What? Because there's. I, I uh, love. I, I love. So the news story is that they're suing uh, X Men '90s Marvel Television for the X Men theme, but <laughs> I love how Larry's pre-production is getting that YouTube link instead of just saying, "You know what? Let me put a side-by-side MP3 thing." Also. He told me play it at eight seconds. The X Men part doesn't kick in to like twenty five. Yeah. Wait, listen, listen. First of all, I don't need to do a side by side because you listen to Fantastic Forum. You know what the X Men theme song no, sounds like. I know, like. I know. But to be a produced, properly produced show, you know, no, no, you gotta assume, no. you gotta assume that the audience, you know, it, it just flows right and it gives us time to, you know, know what what you're talking about. No, but you got to hear it. Now, is that the X-Men? Is that, like, I understand there are definitely similarities. Is yeah. that the X-Men theme song? Not the theme song, but that part is, that's the hook. That's the line. Like, that, I mean, they're going to sue Power Glove, too. The thing is, they can't really do anything because. Oh, they can. Uh, it's been too long. No, they can. Like, limitations only let you go for like a few years well, not when your entire country has only had television for two years <laughs> no the dude the dude literally was like i ain't heard of the x-men tv show until i never been introduced to it until like 2018 i think he said like 2018 yeah. or 2017 and then also i think the the because it still comes on places that they may have the ability to sue. Yeah. No, the, it's international copyright law. Part. Hmm? International copyright law is a little different. Well, I know really? the U.S. copyright law, you can't. It's too late. So if they come to the U.S. to try and sue, they won't get anywhere. Well, we shall see. Well, Larry, I don't where, know. Where I, is the lawsuit filed? You have the news story on hand, right? You read it? You dissected it so that we can give it to the audience as part of your pre-production? I did I did all that. I messed around. I like I I went ahead and had a a conversation with the dude himself. No, that didn't happen. Uh Which didn't happen? All of it? No, it didn't happen. Oh, which the No, I didn't have a conversation with the guy. No, no. Um the the he is bringing the suit in in Hungary, but Hungary. Um, I'm again in Hungary, like Hungary, like <laughs> like in Hungary. Like I'm the stupid one on the show. Remember? <laughs> like, I'm trying to stay out. All Marvel has to do is not go to Hungary. Say, and they'll be fine. As long as Marvel doesn't go to Hungary, they should be fine. But I mean, it's a it's an international company, so it's it's probably like I mean, they're suing everybody, which is kind of crazy too, because they're suing like people that 
have nothing to do with it. They're suing. Like, the, any place that distributes it, they sue. So they're suing, of course, they're suing Marvel, they're suing Disney, but they're also suing Amazon, and they're suing Apple. I mean, it's... It, look, and Fox. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's not going to work. It's not going to work. He uh, can. It's like so fucked up that, like, their law can't be that fucked up for that to win. To like the Otherwise, they wouldn't progress to how far they are. Hungry's gonna get butt fucked by Mickey Mouse. They're gonna own that country after this lawsuit. Yeah. So Look. you couldn't just link me the article that has the side by side? There's an article that has the side by side? Yeah, the news article. What was like the article I looked like that I looked at didn't have the side by side. It probably it's, did. You just didn't see it. This one says it's the original right here. So if I click that, man, that's here. I mean, what that's do what we need the side by side for? Who who <laughs> doesn't know what the '90s X-Men hey, song sounds? It's part of being a well-produced show. You gotta have it. And then this is the the song from the TV show. Although, to your credit, this opening is just as fucked up. We need to forward this a little bit. <laughs> yeah, now that I hear it side by side, this is, they did rip it off. Yeah. Is it really a rip off, though? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, it I can hear it now. Which one came out first. You, you heard how it just flowed right into the next one? Yeah. <laughs> That's pre-production on the fly. So the the TV show in Hungary or Hungary, you know, Lord. Hungary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did they do? Did they come out first? Is that what's going on? Yeah, it's like a '60s show. Oh yeah. Uh that I. Okay. Actually, yeah. it was copyrighted in 1983, according to this story. Even still, oh, that's, that's still before. Before. Uh, damn. I should have bought that song. What song? In Hungary, like, well, if you buy the rights to the song, then you own the rights and you could sue Disney. <laughs> Why is that funny? Uh, yeah, like that, it, like it literally. But you would, you would have to. I if you ha- own the rights to the song, you'd be able to one. To, you'd be the one to be able to sue Disney, just because you bought it, even though you're not in yeah. Hungary. Yeah, people do that all the time. And yeah, whoever, the thing whoever is, it's, the right. it's a weird, uh, it's a weird legal gray area that most places will just settle out of court and then give you some royalties, if just because this weird Mexican song sounds like, you know, Hotline Bling or whatever, you know. <laughs> it happens. They do it. They do it. They try to do it with podcasters a couple years back, where this just this weird software thing that ar- that helps archive your archives <laughs> uh every every cloud system uses it so they try to sue every podcaster that's big because th- this guy patented it for himself like he bought the rights from the guy that kind of did it originally and then he was trying to like get he's going after corolla and mark Marin and all these people he stayed away from us because he knows we don't do shit but But yeah, that was a big news story back in the day. Okay. 
Anything else you need me to pre-produce? Yes. How about you reproduce that wrap-up music? <laughs> you know, I saw one of the comments that were saying a Rod Stewart song sounds like the X-Men theme song. Oh, can you send us the link to that one? No. Dang. I could tell you the name, maybe. I mean, okay, maybe I can hum it. Yeah, you should hum it. You should hum it. <laughs> What's the song? Jay, give us some final thoughts. Um... So another thing that came out of Comic-Con is the new opening for the new season of Steven Universe, which you can find on YouTube if you're interested. Oscar, give us a final thought. Uh, I, I guess go watch Joker. Pretty much sums it up. Um, Moses Magnum. Go watch Bringing Out the Dead. Again? Go watch Bringing Out the Dead. There it is. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We'll be back next week. Um, if you want to go ahead and let us know what you think of the show, let us know what you want to cover. Or just want to give us some general props or criticism, why don't you go ahead and hit us up on social media? Uh, follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, join our Facebook group, and do all that jazz. Did I forget any of them? Any of them? I don't know. I don't think so. Nobody cares. Anyway, this. Oh, wait, say again? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. This is Fantastic Forum only on allgames.com.